So one thing is... Uh, Do we need to check audio levels? Well, we need to... We need Gentlemen, to select... We just got to speak into the microphones. I mean, okay. You don't have to speak in the microphone if you don't okay. want to. Oh. But okay. if you want somebody to hear you what you're saying, then I would recommend... Pop, 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 I mean, pop, Rob's pop, bad at this. Working. Pop, 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 you guys pop. have a podcast. Pop. Yeah, but Rob doesn't like to talk into the mic. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I well, talk really close into the yeah. mic. Rob's, Rob's pretty good with, with not being... Yeah, I I don't really front and care center. about being front and center. <laughs> well, thanks guys for having us on your podcast today. Hey, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> this is the, that was my this one. This is this is uh, <laughs> this is reptile searchable talk as. Yeah, this is reptile go. talk that's searchable as reptiles. reptiles. There you Damn. go. Works. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I can roll with that. So everyone knows the story behind the name of our podcast, but you guys have this podcast called Reptile Talk. Can you explain to me how you came up with this name? Um, we were thinking about like Maseratis and reptiles, or like um, uh, doing blow with reptiles, but yeah, uh, those are already taken. Yeah. So really, doing blow yeah. with reptiles is taken. Is yeah. taken. Yeah. Dot yeah. biz. Dot com. It's we, all. We were also thinking taken. about bad dragon, but turns out that's something completely different. I can't tell if we're joking or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a Rob thing, because I work with a Rob, too, and I can never tell if he's joking either. It is what it is. As Aiden would say, nothing Rob does surprises me anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like a regular thing. Are you going to survive in that that chair? Kevin really annihilated that chair. Yeah, we've got Rob in a chair that is falling apart. (laughs) It's literally falling apart, but it's okay. But it has a padded seat. It does. That's the most important thing. That's all I care about. There you go. This is for our our last last couple podcasts we've done have been remote. So it's nice to be with some people in person. person? For sure. We have everyone in person. Yay. This is exciting. Right. We're going to port you in. but I'm going to pretend like it's the good old days. Yeah. (laughs) We've definitely we've got we've got last time we podcasted in person was in in Barchek's podcast studio. Ooh. Oh, okay. That well, was I'm sorry. Much nicer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, These aren't the same digs, guys. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel like shit. <laughs> I would never do that on purpose. <laughs> At least your walls match Brian's shirt, so we're this good. This is true. This is true. Not planned. I didn't know they made paint that color. Me either. It Why just I just showed up here and that's what I got. So <laughs> It just seemed appropriate to film or just record the podcast in a room where it's you're always recording. Recording, yeah, 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 for so. sure. Yeah, you got Very sound cool. padding up on the walls and stuff. I mean, yeah, so it's extra boomy. Mm. All right. Well, guys, we're actually on the Searchable as Reptiles podcast today, and I'm one of your hosts, Garrett Hartle from Reach Out Reptiles, Brian Cusco from Reach Out Reptiles, <laughs> and Freedom Beer, <laughs> and, and Freedom today, Beer, and Triple B, B. <laughs> and the Whiskey Wimps, who are the sponsors of today's. Uh, Oh, are we jumping? Do you want to? Yeah, sponsored uh, the new you, channel. You sponsored the channel, so you're getting right into that before we introduce the guest. <laughs> That's okay. You can shout <laughs> yourself it's out. It's five Continue. o'clock. I, thought, I don't want to interrupt. We say, I thought we said we're here with the reptile talk. It's called uh, priorities. Yeah, we did. We didn't actually introduce. So, so if you guys aren't subscribed to Reptile Talk, you need to go ahead and subscribe to that one, and then come on back. But so we actually have podcasters versus podcasters here today, which Boom, is pretty exciting. Right. So I, I take it you guys can probably introduce yourselves. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Let's hear ready? it. Let's hear it. All right. So this is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles, and I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I don't have a business name. <laughs> that's, that's business name. So there's two it's podcasts. They got to go check out uh, Reptile Talk, and then they need to talk check out the Whiskey Wimps. Whiskey Wimps. Well, it's not a podcast. It's a, just a YouTube show. 
Oh, okay. You're not you're not releasing them on podcast. No, it's not. No, it's not. You have to be able to see what's happening on the whiskey. There's no way you can podcast that. You can't. The audio is not going to do it. Yeah, it's okay. Not, it's I mostly promise. the faces that he makes. It really is. Honestly, like I spent so much time going to. I purposely filmed in 4K so that I could punch in on faces that are being made, <laughs> especially my my co-host Matt's face when I'm saying certain things. Mm. His face takes on some pretty special. I can't wait for the holiday recap of that show. It's <laughs> 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 all horrible. He's making some pretty. Yeah, some of the faces he makes are. Great. Yes. Yeah. Well, Matt's a pretty special guy all around. We love you, Matt. Matt's actually uh, takes, well, supposedly, he takes care of our uh, Facebook page for Searchable as Reptiles, too. Mm -hmm. Which, if you guys haven't jumped on there before, I'm talking to you guys in the room here. Oh, okay. You should check it out. That's a a pretty fun little community when we actually talk about stuff. But pretty slick. I'll check that out. Uh, out. A boring Facebook group? No, it's Wait, it's, it's, a group or page? it's not or, boring, or, but it's uh, as far as uh, drama or yeah, goes, like drama? yeah, super yeah. boring. That's why that's yeah. why I meant. Yeah. That's my favorite. Zero drama, but yeah, lots of interesting discussions. So. Hmm. I'm I'm here it's, for that. It's unlike all the rest of Facebook entirely. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. I like that. So this is pretty good. So Brian, what do we have here for our? So our drink sponsor is actually your podcast, Brian. It's not a podcast. Oh, <laughs> right. It's a YouTube channel called Whiskey Wimps. Right I'm now. actually not technologically savvy enough to know the difference. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but go off. <laughs> whiskey whiskey Wimps. It's Jack Daniels Single Barrel Rye. I'm about it. Which, uh, anything that Jack Daniels makes that isn't number seven is generally pretty good. At least that's what I've found. I mm-hmm. like this better than the barrel proof. A lot I of people do like number seven, taste. but it's mostly, for, to me, if you're having number seven, you're putting some coke in it. Like Coca Cola, no, not like not like blowing reptiles. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> like popping reptiles. That's yeah, that's trademark, so they can't. Yeah, they can't do that. It's <laughs> a bad thing. <laughs> so you were telling me I I didn't know this reptile talk was from kind of a ways back, like several years, seven, eight, years seven ago? or eight years ago. Yeah. So reptile talk started Jeez. before before podcasting was interesting and hip. <laughs> is it interesting um, and hip now? I sort of. It's definitely more popular. It now. is way more popular. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, Steve Tillis down in Florida and I started Reptile Talk, and um, Steve and I met through the ethers of YouTube uh, when we were very young, and uh, we were like, "Hey, man!" Like he had just started working at uh, Eugene Bissett's place down in Florida, and I had connections with Kevin and and Barcheck and everything. So I was like, "Hey, dude, we could maybe do a podcast and like interview some some cool people and like get some info." out and we're like hell yeah let's do it so we did it for a while connections yeah yeah exactly you know because you're like we're a couple young guys and we had like a little bit of 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 push ourselves you know so it was like all right if we can get some cool hosts on maybe we can do something cool and then as we got older and both ended up going to college we were like we can't keep up with this this is not (laughs) happening how old are you i'm 28 okay wow you are old i thought i was old how old are you ralph I turned 32 in like a week and a half. Ooh, I'm sorry. I said you were so old. Thanks. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You guys are both younger than both of you together is about what Brian is. So we're good. So you guys got over the podcast, went to college, and yeah. So I, when I was up here, I was like, <laughs> I love how we just deviate. Um, 
Yeah, I was like, man, I, I really want to start this podcast back up, um, especially as podcasting is getting more popular or whatever. So I had reached out to Steve, and Steve is still in college. He's getting his doctorate right now. Wait until there's more competition. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I figured, why not? It's the perfect time. I'm down for some fun. Uh, <laughs> um, so Steve was like, man, I, I want to do it, but I just I, I can't commit. I don't have the time. And I was like, that's cool. Do you mind if I, like, I really want to bring it back. Do you mind if I reach out to somebody else to do it? And he was like, go for it, you know? So I hit up Rob and I was like, hey, dude, I got a crazy idea. Let's resurrect something. And uh, he was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so we started last week of March, yeah, right? Last March. year is when we started uh, the Reptile Talk podcast. What a time to do that. We've got these pretty sick stickers here. Oh, look at it. It looks yeah. just like you guys. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <That is laughs> Shout so out to Adeline. Cool. That's right. Robinson. Oh, really? Did yeah. she do that? She that's did right. it. Yep. She did this shirt. Today. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> She's awesome. And she, she like Adeline is Keeping, his, keeping it real. If right you guys now. are just listening to the audio version, that's great. We also do have the channel on YouTube if you want to see the, the actual stickers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what we're talking subscribe, about. Subscribe, hit the, the notification the walls, bell. <laughs> my You've been trained, I can tell. Yeah. My eight-year-old taught me how to say that. She's like, why don't you say this in your videos, Dad? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. that's my problem. Yeah, that's yeah, right, why right. no one Click watches me. Bell. I forgot yeah. to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so Rob and I started the podcast back up, and... Um, we were instantly overwhelmed with the support that we got. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's been it's been amazing. Um, unfortunately, the Wait, uh, how you, long have you been doing it now? It's been what ten months. Yeah, ten ten months. months. And what kind of like a frequency do you guys put it out? Once a, once a week. week. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah that's a good once amount. A week. Yeah. That's probably more than us. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once a month is <laughs> less than once a week generally. Yeah. Traditionally. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, we've been doing it more than 10 months, but you guys probably have more, more episodes, episodes than us at this point. Maybe. Yes, this is episode 18. Yeah. 40-something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on yeah. 42 Two? just yeah. went up. Yeah. yeah, 42 just went up. Wow. Um, so it's it's been awesome, man. It's um, We've talked to some amazing people, yourself included, Brian. That's true. They, they've had me on. Wow. Well, Most of Brian's kind of, episode uh, was just them talking about music. All of a sudden. Well, you know, it's like a twenty-five percent chance that uh, that we can get Garrett to come. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, three percent. If you can get it up to forty-seven point five percent, then it happens. then we're cooking. That's the then we're cooking. Point. Yeah. When it breaks into the we can actually say that the super dwarf king will be there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, you'd have to designate me as that first, but other than that, no, I resist well, you know. the title. <laughs> no, stop it. We're not allowed to talk about supernovas on this podcast because Brian gets mad. <laughs> Enough about us. What about you? <laughs> yes, please. So, no, seriously, though. Okay, so you guys both work at Nerd. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is super cool. I, I was telling my Rob, the other Rob I drove up here with, I was like, why do we keep rolling in like late at night to places? I'm like, I just want to like film my genuine reaction. So there will be at some point a video on my YouTube of me faking pulling in <laughs> for the first time tomorrow morning, being like, "Wow, wow, look at this place! Could but you imagine?" Always, like we actually did record when we rolled up to Barcheck's place, and Lori came out the front, and I was like, "Hey, Lori!" And she's like, "Hi!" And just walked by. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even look up. Didn't know who. Like, didn't look to see who it was. Nothing. I love you Lori. know what I mean. Lori yeah. is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> we had already overwhelmed her at that point. You guys showed up. And she's like, "Oh, that's we've had." We're, we're that's at, my point. Every at, time <laughs> I roll in, everyone's like, "No, no, we've had enough. Turn <laughs> yeah. around, get out." <laughs> we spent all the excitement energy that we can possibly muster. Exactly. It's true. But you what, what do you guys? So, like, in what capacity do you work at Nerd then? So, like, Jeremy, what do you do? <clears throat> so I'm um, the facility manager. So I 
basically oversee everything that's happening at Nerd. Um, and Kevin. And Kevin. Keeping track of Kevin is probably my most important job. So, so do you? So you managing the business side as well, or just the like the physical just facilities? The, just the physical facilities okay. at Nerd. Um, we have somebody else that does all the bookkeeping and numbers okay, okay. and all that stuff. And he's yeah. not joking about managing <clears throat> Kevin. He he will transpose music for that Kevin is having trouble figuring out how to play. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. No, that's serious. That's so, actually serious. So personal assistant. <laughs> yeah, assistant it's, to the regional <clears throat> manager. Yeah, ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. And what's interesting about that is I didn't realize how major, how much a major part of my job that was until we all went to Tinley because mm-hmm. um, Kevin hadn't done the show in six plus seven years, years six seven years and uh, everybody wanted to talk to Kevin and he gets overwhelmed very quickly especially when you're in a massive place there's a bunch of people plus the stress of having all the animals we had most of Dude, our staff there very it's already really stressful right so like here see if you can balance on this one wheel while you're doing yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah Cusco came here and fucked it all up with a one wheel <laughs> <laughs> um, but I realized really quickly, I was like, okay, I need to like kind of put up a gate between all the people who want to get to Kevin for like interviews or to do this or do that. So I immediately kind of like jumped into that position of like, all right, if you want to talk to Kevin, you we get this time. We get, yep, you want to interview Kevin? All right, this time, here we go. We're going to do it there. And, and then I'm running over to Kevin. Hey, 1230, you got to do this. Hey, one o'clock, you got to do this. Hey, hey, at, at, at three o'clock, we're going to go over here. And um, it was, uh, it was just that immediate reaction of like, oh, this is going to be a thing. And then after Tinley, it just kind of continued on because like that was enough of being in the actual public eye outside of social media where people were like, oh man, nerds, nerds around like, and there's, they're still kicking ass. So people started hitting us up about coming to do collabs and all this other stuff. And Kevin doesn't check his messages <laughs> on social media. If I message Kevin on Instagram, or anywhere besides texting him directly, he doesn't, he doesn't respond. Get, yeah. Jessica, are you listening to this right now? I'm not the only one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, true. And I'm like, I look, I saw something cool on Instagram. I wanted you to see it. I know that you'd be excited about it. If you see a message from me, read it. And he's like, oh, I don't check my messages. I'm like, just check one. But it's me. me. Yeah, it's it's me. me. Or Jeremy. <laughs> like, we're not going to just text you for no fucking reason. So who's, yeah. so who's running the New England Reptile Instagram page. There's four people or okay. five people who run it right now. Gotcha. Yeah. A lot of the posts um, I put up there, a lot of the photography that goes up on there, stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jeremy also has access to it. Um, Donnie, our camera guy, has access to it. He doesn't really post much on there unless we're like, hey, you should post this thing on there. Like um, the picture the other day of Lucifer the Het, uh, Lucista King Cobra that he put on Kevin's. I was like, dude, you need to post that because he had Some that nerds, on his own yeah. thing, and I was like, you need to post that on the bigger accounts because it, it's nice. Wait, wait, it's a really wait, nice picture. Wait, 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 wait. There's a het leucistic king cobra. There's seven in the United States, but they're not from ours. So was the Luci- w- was um, is it a, what's is her it, name? Lilith. Lilith. Is she uh, captive bred then? No. So here's the deal. Uh, we just found this out. I thought she was like a. Like a one-time wild caught. We thought that too until she came to the U.S. And then there was like, oh, surprise! There's another one in Indonesia, and he's already reproduced, and seven of his babies came to the U.S. So we're um, learning from old school ball python importing days. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is the only one. This is the only one. This is the only one. Yep. Ah, just kidding. Yeah. Um, wow. So the the other one that is out there is a male. He reproduced with a normal female, and they produced a clutch of pet animals they look very different so they're, they're like so black. it's an incomplete dominant trait yes mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna say yes they look black they're almost all black so the head is and the head for white, white head. is actually black with a white head yeah new challenge yeah. Yeah. i like it yes 
you think a new chalice? Exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. No one else knows what I'm talking about, but I'm. Okay I do. With that. Yeah. White whiteheaded honors. Yeah. yeah. New chalice. Varenus New Chalice. You check him out. Sit John from Sim Containers. John the Dragon has got some. Uh, he doesn't watch. John doesn't watch this. Movie. I know, but he breeds them. He just <laughs> posted babies like last oh, week. Man. No, I saw him. Yeah. yeah. Sick. I like them all the time, and then I'm like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but they're like that, where they've got like a whitish colored head, and then the patterning down the hood is very aberrant, and it's darker, significantly darker than That's your normal sick. king cobra. So, so it's almost like a it's almost like a piebald that is the head for the leucistic. Yeah, which kind would make of, sense, yeah. but nothing else works that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some animals when they're have have piebaldism can be extremely high white, almost all white. I think maybe some birds and no, nah, but I mean like a half white animal being het for the all, all white, white animal. animal. Oh, like, yeah, right, right. makes sense. It just doesn't happen that way, except right. in this case. Okay, so but but she's not related then, or she's, she's a other line. She's completely unrelated you, to that one. Do you, I mean obviously we, then you don't know if they're if, compatible? Yeah, yes. we don't know. That's We're take, taking a chance on that. Not yeah. only is it stressful to breed king cobras, <laughs> no kidding, <laughs> but you only have one. We've got the one het male, and then we've got the visual female. Oh gosh! And Do we're you hoping have that other they're compatible. Females to try to breed the male. To we have eight king cobras in there. Yeah, but I mean, like, so, so uh, would they be a part of the leucistic breeding program? Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> I mean, fingers fingers crossed. Female, we are definitely <laughs> going to try and breed that male to as much as we can to hopefully produce more of those heads. I, I'm uh, sorry, I have to hammer this rabbit trail a little bit more. Yeah. Where are they all from? Uh, she is from. I want to say Thailand. The other one okay. is Indonesia, like uh, the other uh, different part of Indonesia. Oh, okay. Okay. And I saw a picture of the male. He is easily the biggest king cobra I've ever yeah, seen in my life. The, the guy who was holding him, and he's the Indonesian like one. This, yeah. And, his hands and like couldn't still touch. couldn't touch. There's yeah. a lo- there's a lot of really big king cobras out there. Yeah. Can we can we talk about the leucistic or leucistic? Leucistic. Just since we're talking about it, and like. Leucistic the, is as not, far as the pronunciation is not yeah right it's, it's, it's it gets brought up all the time because I always say leucistic people are like I hated hearing you say it like that I had those, literally those, that little comment I think yeah um, <laughs> it's because it's not incorrect it's kind of a tomato tomato thing at this point I think is is where it stands even though most people in the hobby do say leucistic the root for the word it's the is leukos, which yeah. is the Greek word for white. This just got way too freaking deep, man. No. It's yeah. a white snake. It's not deep. It just got really uh, fact Scientific, yeah. yeah. I'm not okay so with I, that. So I deal with this with like <laughs> the, we'll, we'll the spellings and pronunciation of retic locality all the mm-hmm. time. And everyone's like, no, oh, it's spelled like this or it's pronounced like that. And I'm like, look, I do it the way that I did it when I was a kid because I like it and it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And for all of you guys that disagree, <laughs> where's your Myanmar python? Do you still call it a Burmese? Uh, Can you show me Burma on the map? Uh, Otherwise, yeah, if you can't pick out the island, it. please shut the hell up. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry you found one of the little Superdorf islands on Google Earth and they think it should be spelled this way. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. Don't care. I'm just going back to old school. Is it? It's that's what I'm. My point. I'm staying Statistic. old school. I'm like keeping it, keeping it old school, keeping it real, keeping it real. I'm gonna teach all <laughs> you young punks a thing or two. L- Lucasite. <laughs> Lucas. Yeah, but you can't Ooh. call them Lukies then. That doesn't sound. Weird. You can though. You I could. It sounds like I, something I you're gonna hawk. Honestly, it bothers me more when people are like, "Do you have any bells?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like, "Do you have any bells?" I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, a blue-eyed leucistic. I was like, why don't you just say a blue-eyed leucistic or like we're not or Lucy? I know we're not texting right now. That's like when people say POTUS. I'm like, can you just say the president, please? Can you? It took me a week to figure out what people were saying when they were like, did you see the POTUS? What he said, and I was like, what the hell is a POTUS? What the, is the what morph is, is that? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> that uses these abbreviations. Here's this is my old school opinion. Okay, 
you guys all got ruined by a technology you don't even understand. You remember the old flip phones where they have three letters on yeah. each oh, number yes. and that's how you text? T9. You got to hit three three times to get to the whatever <laughs> D or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we abbreviated everything because it was a huge pain. Yeah. But then this big invention came along where like the phones had all the buttons on them all of a sudden. <laughs> and and no that became buttons? obsolete, <laughs> except you guys brought it into actual like like spoken language. Yeah. yeah. It was ha, never supposed LOL. to get there. Yeah. People, IMO. People that's have the been, dumbest thing ever. People have been. <laughs> Abbreviating and, and turning words, sentences into acronyms long before flip phones. No, I think that's well. G- give me an example. Lucy. You know, with OPP. Luke Care. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a line, Costco. It's gone too far. Have uh, you. Um, FBI. Well before the internet. Yeah. Nobody cares about them, though. <laughs> uh, and barging through the door. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They can't even keep track of the Capitol buildings. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got my trumpet. I'll play taps for them all right now. Can we... It's like, have you read 1984? Have I haven't. Oh. No. I, I don't remember it either. I was one year old. Ooh. One more. No, the, uh... <laughs> oh, this is actually pretty impressive, the way he's holding this thing in play. Look at his chin quiver. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over there. I'm so wow. sorry. I, I apologize to everyone that's listening in headphones. For <laughs> no, no, I was, don't. It, it, I got the levels in front of me. It I didn't aim. Me. I didn't aim right into the dynamic. No, it's perfect. Okay. <laughs> you, 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 were, you were like in the sweet spot. Perfect. Okay, so I we went down like <laughs> 27 rabbit trails, <laughs> but Rob was gonna tell us what he does at Nerd at oh, some point. Oh, that's true. That is true. We, we still don't know. I'm uh. assuming some kind of social media. No, no, well, probably the coolest job there. I would say the most. Imp- I, sorry, Jeremy. Probably yeah, watch the, your mouth. The, watch the your mouth. mouth. The most important job. Damn. Of any reptile. What? Don't work with animals. I don't know. That's mm. terrible. Um, I do sales. I do marketing. Um, I photograph animals, oh, and then I float. So I do. Yeah, I have the <laughs> least fun part of the whole job, uh, which is dealing with customers. So I do a lot of that. Yeah. And I was under the impression that you did a lot of the reptile education. I do education a lot, but now with COVID, there's almost none no of that education. going on. Yeah. Before COVID, um, so when I first started at Nerd there was the opportunity for people to come in and do a tour of Nerd. And they would basically charge you like $4 or something. And, people, you know, it was like very niche. The people who showed up were usually like diehard reptile people or they were like a family who just happened to hear from somebody else that we did tours there. And they showed up. So it would be like the first tour that I took at Nerd was like me losing my mind over you know, exanthic bumblebees and, you know, bumblebees and cow retics and all this stuff. Maybe not. I don't think cows had been made yet. Golden not, child. Not that. Not at that. No, point. not at no. that point. But like, Asiatic bumblebees. I remember seeing bumblebees in person and being like, "Oh my god, this snake is so freaking cool!" <laughs> um, and like some blood pythons and stuff like that. And I was like losing my mind. And then the only other people on the tour with me was like this family who was like their kids are screaming the whole time and they were like, yeah, these things, uh, that's a snake. All right. And they just didn't know anything. Um, and so when I started at nerd, uh, on so the week, how long ago? Four years ago, about okay. four, 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 a little more than four yeah, years ago. A little more than four. Yeah. Um, 
I was like, look, Kevin, you've got an amazing collection of animals here. Um, you should show them, like, show them to people. Because like, the people who did, like, worked in nerd before, they didn't have, like, a background in education. Most of them didn't have a background in education. So they just kind of, like, were reptile people. And reptile people aren't always the best at showing other people why reptiles are cool. Uh, they, you know, they enjoy the reptiles. And no, there's, there's a conundrum. Like, you, you don't like things, like, if you are into reptiles, for a lot of us, it's because we don't like people. Yes. So we shy yeah. away from people, and we do, like, weird things, like gauge our ears, yeah. or, you know what I mean, dress up Get all tattoos. And I feel like that might be a personal attack. Yeah. Right? No, no, <laughs> I, don't I don't know what you're talking about. It's not, it's not generated in any... Northeastern. Anyway, I was, was going to wait for Rob to finish his <laughs> sentence. Uh, so, that. This is a podcast. <laughs> so, the, a lot of the people who were there before, they um, they didn't know how to like portray. Because it's one thing to have all the information in the world. Like, it, there's lots of people who are hyper intelligent, but if they can't express to you why this information is important, it doesn't matter to the average person. And when I was younger, I did a lot of education. I, you know, me and my mother had a business where we did educational programs. I did like probably thousands of shows with her. Um, and so when I got to for nerd reptiles? for reptiles, yeah, uh, it was called Radical Reptiles because I, I skateboarded and I was younger and I was like, yeah, cool, Radical Reptiles. Um, so I remember that. That's yeah, pretty cool. It was a while ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I so when I got to nerd, I was like, Kevin, you've got this like amazing collection of animals. You should present it better to people because there's so much potential to teach people with this things that we've got at Nerd. And that's kind of my favorite thing to do. So I was like, you know, every weekend we were doing tours. So every weekend at 4 p.m. we had public tours. So they're open tours. Anyone who showed up, you pay dollars. You can get a chance to be hands-on with the animals. We'll show you what we do. When I first started at Nerd four years ago, it was like maybe 10 people that would show up for the tour. Um, and you know, I'd be like, Hey, you know, at the end of it, if you like this tour, tell somebody about it. Um, you know, post it on your social media, tag us in it, all this stuff. He is a marketing guy. I am a marketing guy. And so, um, yeah, after six months, uh, 30 people started showing up. And then after a year, 50 people started showing up. Well, before COVID hit, the two weekends before COVID actually happened, we had 110 people each day show up for our tours. Jeez. Which, which, was, which was ridiculous. Which is insane. Because you guys just walked, yeah. though briefly it's, for you, just walked to that hall and you imagine 110 100 people That's crazy. going through those hallways. And going into which room is all So we were splitting it between different people. I had to get roped into yeah. one of those. Yeah. And I wasn't so what, when, I was do, when I started doing the tours, it was just me going, I would take people into the retic room. Hey, I'll teach you about reticulated pythons. Look, these things are big, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're not legal in a lot of states. And, 100 uh, people do not fit in that no, room. No, 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 no. When, when there was like 10 people, 10 to 15 right. people, it was just me. Um, I would take them in that room. Then the I'd show them the Cayman and the, some monitors in the next room on the left. And then some bigger monitors. We'd go into the cave, check out the tortoises, whatever is in the cave. We had rhino vipers in there briefly so i would just like you know look in the enclosure see the rhino vipers um touch a rhino viper no. dude i don't know learn today boy we'll, we'll bring this up after the podcast yeah. and we'll have to His talk about so some goofy. things that used to happen because <laughs> nerd used to be wild um so oh it's just so it's calm now yeah it oh. is much calmer now oh so much when i used to when i used to volunteer 
when I was 17, because I've been literally coming up here for like 15 years, just volunteering time. on the Retake Nation, I think it looked like you guys had some rowdy times on the We, oh yeah. oh yeah, like <laughs> throwing ninja stars at people and dumping people, uh, dumping full containers of monitor water on people and like <laughs> oh, that's definitely hanging people over the top know. of the stairwell and all sorts of crazy, like nerd used to be wild, now we are very... Subdued in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> we're still fun, but not we're compared not to other people, just compared as, to yourself. Not yeah. As yeah. Well, yeah, not as dangerous. Fun, just, yeah. Not as just not as dangerous. Yeah. And I'll, I'll we're still dangerous sometimes. I just got here. We'll yes. see what happens. True. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when uh, when I was when I used to do the smaller tours with ten or fifteen people, I would just take people in those rooms and I would just be like, you know, this is what I like about these animals. And this is why you should like them too. Because some people would come on the tour and they're like reptile people. Some people would show up because they saw on Groupon that there was a cool thing to do with your family. And families would show up. And then some people, their family would drag them there because they're terrified of reptiles, but someone in their family likes the reptiles. So those are my favorite people. Because in the first because the first room I take them to is the big retic room. So if you're afraid of snakes and the first snake that you see in our building it's is a 17-foot retic... <laughs> You're either, you're either going to leave right then, or you're going to get over it. Yeah. That's, that's, those are the only There's two options. Really there there yeah. is no middle ground. Because either you're not going to go in the room, and you're going to leave, or you're going to stand at the doorway for a minute, and I'm going to talk about, like, because when I, a lot of people who do educational programs, they want to get a, an animal into your hands first thing. But for I think that for people who are afraid of them, it's important for them to know something about the animal before they interact with That's it. A because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people, their only experience with snakes was, I saw anaconda and J-Lo got eaten by the thing. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not real. Um, that wasn't a documentary. Surprise. Yeah, J-Lo's P- alive. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Ice Cube's still cool. Um, <laughs> so so what I would do is I would take people into the room, and I would be like, look, uh, these are called reticulated pythons. They're like one of the longest snakes on the planet. You know, we work with them on an everyday basis here. Uh, this is a normal one. All the rest of the ones in this room are not normal. They're not what you would look like in the wild. Um, And we breed them to be like that. So we work with these animals and blah, blah, blah. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take out a baby. So I go into the other room, grab a young animal, you know, something under six months, so something really small. And I go, okay, look, you guys are going to be able to pet this. But you're not going to touch it in the face. Because if the first thing I do when I meet you is go like this. And I go up to the whoever's closest to me. I just go like this. And immediately you can see the person recoil back and go, oh, shit. And you go, you see that? That's how the snake feels. Don't do that. And everyone gets it. Every every instant understanding. Everyone's like, okay, I wouldn't do that to someone on the street. I'm not gonna do that to the snake. It works extra good in the COVID days. Just walk up to a stranger, touch, <laughs> touch him in the face. Yeah. yeah. So um, they get the point right away. So I would do that, and people get it. And then you know they pet the little one, and <clears throat> the people who are afraid, they go, Ugh, and they'd like touch it, and they'd be like, oh, it's not slimy. And I'm like, I told you it wasn't slimy. And um. You know, a little bit of understanding starts to happen. So everyone gets to pet the little one. How would you guys want to see a bigger one? Half the people scream, yeah, a bigger one. And then that one person's like, I just want to die. Um, (laughs) So I put the little one back, take a snake hook, explain why he's a snake hook, tap the animal, take it out, and I hold it first. So I, I usually scoot everyone to one side of the room so that they are away from me. I say, hey, look, you know, while I'm taking them out, it's important that I handle this animal, show you that it's safe, and then you guys can touch it. The ones that I take out for programs are ones that we have specifically chosen and socialized to be 
hyper tolerant of people. So they're animals where you could literally grab them by the head and they are not going to do anything. Hey, stop. Yeah, please stop. It's one of those. So I know, even though I don't have to use a snake hook with them, I show people this is what we do. This is routine, blah, blah, blah. This is why I do it, all this sort of stuff. So it gets people's minds moving in the direction of, okay, this guy is is working with these animals every day. Exactly. Responsible handling. And so I'll, I'll take out a big one. I put it on me, so 15, 16 foot, just wrapped around me all over the place. And I say, okay, if you like to pet it, come over here and start patting it, just not on the face. So People just come all over and start rubbing it, just feeling it. And the people who are into it, you can see like that, just love for it in their eyes. And then the people who are afraid of it, they're in the back and they're like, maybe I'll, I don't know. And then they see a two-year-old going up and like touching it. And they're like, okay, if the two-year-old can do it, (laughs) I think that I might be able to do it. And then they feel the big one and it just like breaks down immediately. And they're like, why am I afraid of these things? And once you get past that, like, I, I'm not going to go room by room and tell you what I do, but, like, once you get past that, like, initial breakdown of the, these are not what I thought they were, that's when people can start learning. And that is what, like, I really enjoyed doing. So, and not, what, re- not just learning facts, but learning to not be afraid of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I used to do so many shows, and I haven't done one in a very, it's very been a long time. Bit, yeah. And yeah, just he- hearing you tell the stories, and like, oh, God, I missed I that. I missed that. Yeah, I missed yeah, that yeah. so yeah, much. I just booked my first one today <sighs> since you? COVID stopped everything. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people have been doing things virtually and stuff, but they're just, it, it cannot ever be the same yeah, as like the same. seeing Touching someone in person, come yeah. into a room with one perspective of something and, then, and leaving with their minds completely open. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I first started doing the zoom programs i was like this is not going to be interesting like the point of a reptile program is to get to feel the reptiles to experience them in person and uh you know i was like the kids are just not going to be into it and then i did a couple of them and every single program i did it was like i was in there in person the kids were losing their minds going off and like you know it is different because they can't feel it and experience that like directly um but just being able to ask questions and get immediate feedback from someone um but, and you got to realize too like you, the the potential is much larger yes. you can reach way many more, more people way more yeah. so mm-hmm. even though it might be like a little bit of like a watered down program if you will because the experience isn't there mm. uh you know as, phys- as physical experience but because the the reach is so big, it, right? It, it, you can reach anybody in the world potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. You know, yeah. and if yeah. they're diehards like us, then you know, forty seven and a half percent later, they drive up to Nerd. <laughs> So as we got bigger and bigger and bigger programs, I started to train some of the other people that work at Nerd. Um, okay, this is the information that I tell people. This is what I think is important, like important points to hit on. Uh, things that can get you to change people's minds or things that, you know, after doing programs for 10 years or whatever, you learn what kind of questions people ask. And if you can get out ahead of it and give them that information before they ask the question, they're like, oh my God, you're reading my mind. And it's like, no, I've just (laughs) heard every question ever, ever um, for doing it for so long. And so I kind of, I've got a set amount of information that I usually give to people. If people ask, I always encourage people to ask questions, but I know that the average person that comes on the program, uh, they're going to ask, okay, how big is it? Where does it come from? How long do they live? 
do they bite? I tell people yeah. don't even After ask that one. After they pet it, they say, yeah. is it venomous? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I say yes. I start yeah, telling people, uh, you know, don't ask that question. I'm like, here's the deal. Uh, we don't like lawsuits, so uh, I'm not going to bring out anything that's going to bite you. Says the guy that was just hanging someone from the stairs by their ankles. Oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was before I worked yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> my go-to answer for that is that it does have a mouth. That's mine. Yeah, usually everything's got a mouth. Everything can bite. Everything with a mouth can bite. And then they go, uh, and I'm like, is it biting me right now? And they go, no. And I'm like, well, then, I mean, don't hurt it. If I grab your arm and twist it, you're probably going to punch me, right? Don't do that. Or just say, do you bite? I mean, be honest. Sometimes you Sometimes, bite. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you bite, especially when you're younger. Only if they ask. And, and that's <laughs> why, Only if they ask. And that's, why I said, <laughs> and that's why I said it's the most important job. Changing people's minds and getting them over their fear of reptiles is... In my opinion, the most important the most thing. Important no, marketing and sales. Problems. Obviously, the most important <laughs> <job>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so crushing. <laughs> um, so Guys, be nice to Rob, whoever the you customers are that are talking to Rob, are crushing his soul. You That's know, I mean, I I have to I have to say though, it, go easy on for the number of not wonderful customers. We got way we more customers. Who we love have us. a lot yeah. of wonderful people who, who message us and yeah. contact us uh, inquiring about our reptiles and um, a lot of the people that seek us out seek us out because of what nerd is like yeah. the socialized water monitors the, the big ridiculous looking reticulated pythons and ball pythons and stuff like that so more often than not a lot of the people who are reaching out to us for purchasing something like they're somewhat aware of us of course we yeah. get that that percentage that's like I just want a cool animal and you're like yeah. cool here's a ball python I called <laughs> the other day and they were like like, I just want a normal ball python. And I was like, oh, well, you can come into our store and, like, take a look at it. And they're like, no, 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 I want to, like, buy one and have it shipped. And I was like, that is not, like, worth it in any sense to us. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to have to schedule a shipment and get boxes and do that. The box itself is going to cost more than this snake. Like, the shipping is probably going to cost <laughs> Wholesale. more than the snake. <laughs> and they were like, oh, that's fine. I don't really care. And I was like, okay, we'll do this, I guess. Um, but hey, I, I'll tell you what, though. Honestly, like, so... Super dwarves, right? And I'm frying. I promise not to talk about super dwarves. <laughs> but I, w I just want to, like, so a lot of people think they're like a good, you know, like a starter retic or whatever. Mm -hmm. okay, but, not always. <laughs> but, um, you know, those cheap ones, the cheap normals, the things like that, that as a company it's like, may, may not feel like it's worth it monetarily. Oh. I think you're you're sowing a seed that's going to grow into something yes. really mm -hmm. big a lot yeah. of times. So, and even for the company, so like you mentioned at the end of your shows you'll say hey if you like this go tell somebody yes you know and so i think you that uh even selling the most basic of animal i mean if they're willing to pay the shipping and do all that kind of stuff i'm willing to put in the, the extra effort and time to get them that animal yeah have the like walk them through it tell them if you have any questions be sure to ask us you know what i mean and and let them have a really dynamite experience and then say and say the same thing like you know, just just do me a favor, like tag me in some pictures as, as it grows. Yeah. I would love to see that kind of stuff. Conti continue mm -hmm. the conversation, and if anybody asks, you know, be sure to let them know. Like, well, even you if you want a normal ball python, nerds the the place to go because they have awesome people there that are gonna really take care of you. And and I mean, you know, I, I I'm I'm sure you see this. I just kind of wanted to like bring it up yeah. for especially for everybody listening. You know, like. Obviously, you're putting time. You could say that it's not worth your time for a $4 or $8 tour to let that kid pet their first snake. Oh, those are always but worth the, it to me. <laughs> exactly. It's the intrinsic value of the thing. Yeah. So I would challenge you to kind of like be like sometimes the beginner stuff 
is the absolute most rewarding stuff. And yes, I'm, I'm sure you guys have experienced this. The high-end customer is the easiest. They're like, look, no, man, I, not no? always. No, no. Oh, not man, always. Dude, no. My high-end customers are like, yeah, whatever. Pay, put it in the box. Put no. the we've got okay. Got out of all the high-end customers, out of all the high-end customers we deal with, there's probably like I'll say. I, and I'm being generous, 5% of our high-end customers that are those people that are like, I want this. And they get Okay, it. and yep, here we go. Yeah. We're good to go. Now, that's... do you think that's because, see, I had the same experience as Garrett, but I work mostly one species as well as he. Do you think that's because you guys have such a variety? variety? I, I would, well, there, yeah, there's definitely different I would say niches yes. within the industry. I would definitely say yes. And I mean, like, the hardest thing, especially to think about, too, is just the, the sheer quantity of, of animals that we have. You know, so thinking about, like, I mean, you already saw we have a large number of monitors. You know, we're breeding monitors. Two of our incubators are basically jam-packed with monitor clutches right now. So to go through and individually take photographs of every baby we're producing. Yeah, but see, that, those are the low-end customers for uh, me. Yeah, those are some of our, th sometimes those are our high-end customers who they're like, well, if I'm going to drop all this money, I have to see it. The, my big one was like we had a couple people who wanted to buy baby anacondas from us. And our anacondas, the babies, all look identical. You cannot pick like there might be one baby or two babies out of each litter that are like, oh, that one looks different. Two but of the spots come together and make a heart. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's two of those in each litter. Yeah. But aside from that, all the rest of them look the same. And I had a couple of customers who were like, I'm spending a thousand dollars. I want individual pictures. So I, I was like, I. Well, this actually was very controversial. Do you take the three ugliest pictures and send it to them? And be no, like, no, no, no. I, I, what I, what I started doing Blurry. two years ago or three years ago is I started telling people, look. Because we get like probably 300 requests for additional pictures each week on stuff that's already photographed on our website. And I'm like, very well. Very like well. We, we, ta we, we take the Rob time. Rob takes the extra time to make sure it's the a photograph nice that's going up <clears throat> is a wonderful representation so, yeah, of the I animal. I think I know get. where you're going with this. Are you the one that was responsible for charging? It was yes. like $25. $25. If you want more Kudos pictures, you. if you want more pictures, pay us $25. If you buy the animal, it comes out of the cost of the animal. So you're yeah. not wasting my time because a lot of people are wasting our time. Kevin. Like, sometimes he gets the emails and he's like, oh, this person is serious and they want to buy it and they want more pictures. And then he sends them 37 pictures and they're like, I want a video. And he sends them a video and then he never hears from them again. He's like, they didn't even buy the thing. And I was like, you should have charged them, dude. And they're serious about it and they're going to buy it anyway. $25? What, what yeah, is $25? Yeah, you're just chipping that off of the cost, no, so, essentially. So yeah. this is, People this got is upset. kind of funny because from the outside, yeah. I was People got upset. Additional, for additional pictures. Additional pictures. Right? Yeah, already yeah. Already photographed well, on our website. Had it. Yeah. If, yeah, if, you were, if you're collecting yeah. uh, desktop screensavers or yes. whatever, you got to pay for those. Yep. But yeah, um, I, I thought it was really an interesting move. And it takes a company like Nerd that's kind of like... To do that, to set the president. We don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... Um, I and even though it made a lot of people mad, um, I think a lot of times we we as humans get mad about stuff that like we're used to. Yeah. So like I was just complaining with uh, Rob on the way up here. We we're listening other Rob, mm. my Rob. We're, we're listening to a bunch of podcasts, and there was people on these podcasts arguing about. Do you remember when something was so cheap back in the day? Yeah. Those mm -hmm. used, like Anaconda is a great example. A hundred dollars. Why would it be a thousand dollars? I can buy them for a hundred bucks. I yeah. remember from twenty years ago. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And and it's it's such an asinine argument. Yes. Like people in the industry talk about it all the time. Either if it was a morph that used to be really expensive and how sad it is now that it's cheap, or if it was some obscure species that used to be cheap, how sad it is that it's now expensive. It's like grow up, guys. You used to be able to buy a Chevy pickup for seventeen hundred bucks. Literally, we'll do that about everything. Reminisce back on how things yeah. used to be, and they get angry the that it's that it's, it's not the changing. same. Yeah, and yeah. So like. 
because I have people that get like we don't really do payment plans. I understand if you're buying something expensive, I say, look, if you give me half the money now and you can get the rest in 30 days, I'll give you that to just kind of shift things around That's out what of we your do. grand yeah. payment yep. account. Yep. Yeah, but but don't ask me like I I do this for a living. Yeah, this is how I pay my bills. I so. can't <laughs> finance you. There's credit cards for that. Mm-hmm. Just buy it on a credit card and pay it off. You'll yeah. even get some points and you can fly out. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. You can come but, pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, but but it, it, I thought that that was a really interesting thing, even if it makes people mad. Uh, I don't care. People honestly, still buy from us. Like, what do you, if yeah, you're not going to buy The it. more people that see it and talk about it, the fact that I saw it online and yeah. I don't do things online yeah. shows that it had <laughs> some kind of a Reach. reverberation. Yeah. But that's really good because it makes a it's a talking point for like, you know, this is our time. Our I, time is important, man. Like, yeah, guys, like this is not the easy road. Yeah, yeah. we're we're following what we love, despite many other more financially rewarding options in life. Yes, mm-hmm. but we are going for that intrinsic value. Yeah. The fact that we were talking about the best part is that kid petting a snake, mm-hmm. or or sending out the normal so somebody can have their first experience. So so help support. The guys who are doing the things that that you like in the industry, so that they can keep doing it, because there's plenty of people who are willing to step in mm-hmm. competitively behind them and do things to continue to rip you off, or mm-hmm. continue to misrepresent, or continue yep. to, you know, just whatever. There's, there's there's such a slew of things, people that do things poorly in the industry. Mm-hmm. So when someone's yeah. doing something good, reward them. Yeah. You know, Eric and Owen, Morelia Python Radio, I, I just go back to it all the time. He's like, vote with your dollar. Who stays yep. and who goes? Who stays you and like who goes. somebody? Exactly. Buy a shirt buy at least. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think one of the other things, too, that a lot of people like when it comes to making a post like that where it's like, yeah, we're going to be charging money for, for photos because it takes our time and we get all these inquiries. One of the biggest things that <clears throat> people just don't get, like, period, don't get. I don't care what anybody's going to say and to object it you don't know what it's like to be at a place like nerd yes you don't yeah. you just don't it, it's 100 percent. you don't whatever you it, think it is very you don't yeah. and it's it's just from and, and i'm not even talking about the the number of animals that that we have i'm literally saying like we have a massive staff that have all of their jobs to do and you know, it's it's all streamlined. Like everybody has their specific job for it's a specific a reason. Exactly. And you're stopping one of the you're, cogs. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it's literally like, you know, like Rob does all this marketing and social media and, and all this other stuff. But if somebody comes to him and is like, Rob, I really need help, you know, cleaning the Cayman. Like this Cayman is, is being an ass and like I need to get Holy him out. Monitor like whatever. He's he's getting racks. pulled to do all that stuff. So to be like, hey, can you take another 20 photos of this snake so and I can see that one scale? behind the eye because you didn't make a different sale yeah you well, know and, and just and to clarify didn't you guys say like look we, you know if you buy the snake it comes out of the it cost comes of out of the cost yeah, yeah. but people people forgot about that yeah. right. that's and that's the that's the part that probably pissed me off the most is it was like we're not charging you an extra 25 dollars. no 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 that's not what we're doing yeah. we're saying if you're gonna waste our time yeah we're gonna charge you the money if, if someone knows but, up front that they're wasting your time it discourages them. exactly yeah. it was just to weed it's out still a lot a hard of the thing. nonsense I, I don't know that I could ever do it but I thought that it was great that you guys did and yeah. it definitely yeah. opened up a, well, you're an awesome more conversation in my boat. I mean you have more animals than probably people contact you than I do but compared to how many people these guys probably have contacting them on a daily basis it's probably a lot. It's, not. it's a lot and you know the other thing to think about too is like we have a retail pet shop on the first floor so the phone is constantly ringing 
I, and we're fielding calls upstairs just as as much as they are for downstairs. And sometimes the calls we're picking up need to go downstairs. So there's no there's no real separation in that instance. So basically, every, everybody that's been trained to do so is picking up the phone when it's ringing. You know, because it's always ringing. Because it's always ringing. If you watch any of our YouTube videos and just listen in the background. You'll Every single video, off. you hear the phone going off at yeah. least a couple times in each video. Yeah, unless they unless unplugged they've it. unplugged it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you know, so I mean, it's it's literally just, uh, you know, and I mean, I think about, I even think about like when I went to Barcheck's place ten years ago, and he still had his fifteen thousand square foot facility. Like to think about, it was like, if you're going to be in the office doing the stuff for the website, this is your job. Like you're not getting pulled off to go do a million things because it's a waste of time. Like there's a, a huge difference between you can't maintaining. Be reactionary, you have to be proactive. Exactly, you know. So you you can't you can't assume because like you're this one person that wants to receive all of the attention in the world. It's, it's, we're going to give you that attention, but when you start asking us to do stuff that literally stops those gears, you're from hurting moving, us for being nice us. to you. Exactly, and that's when and it's like okay, that. we we gotta we gotta pivot. Yeah. You know, and that's I think that's in a, in a business, especially the size of nerd with the amount of animals that we have, the amount of staff we have. That's the one of the most important business assets. And I think for any size business, but to be able to pivot when you figure out something that's that's consistently kind of becoming a chink in the armor kind of deal, like you've got to be able to figure out, OK, well, how can I stop this from happening? What can we do to preemptively strike against this becoming a bigger issue over time? And, you know, un, until you either visit a, a mass collection. I'm not talking about somebody with 100 or 200 snakes. I'm talking about a big collection, a big business, somebody that's got thousands of animals. You don't understand what it's like. You know, and if you're complaining about cleaning people, 100 snakes. People, even if they should know what to understand, like Brian, you probably deal with this. People call you right at dinner time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To ask for questions. Oh, yeah. Like, you're, 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 and that's like a small scale thing. And they should understand, like, people want to eat dinner with their family. Yeah, they know yeah, you're yeah. a family guy. Your family's all over your channel. Mm-hmm. But they call you at dinner time because they think it's more important to, like, ask you about their snake that just looked sideways or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's, they have, you have to understand, like, you're asking me to set aside my wife and children who don't have another dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To answer your question that you well, can... Snakes that you can find online. Like. Or or take it to a vet. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're really that concerned. Because a veterinarian is the person that you... I had three of the calls on the way here. Uh, where, you know, I had to... T- and my office staff is telling me, what's the answer to this? What's the answer to that? It's If you're asking me about a snake you think is sick, take it to the take vet. It to the vet, yeah. yeah. That is what they're for. I am not a vet. Mm-hmm. If I give you the wrong answer, your animal dies. Do you really mm-hmm. want that? You want me to diagnose something over the phone? Yeah. I, I don't know if I've gotten lucky or if I've put out a certain vibe more recently. I, I don't get too much... I don't get many problems when anybody reaching out to me as, as far as that goes, like expecting more out of me than I'm willing to give. I, yeah. I get a, a lot of people contacting me, but I, I reply to them in my own time when yeah. I'm ready to do that. And We get calls and messages at like 3 a.m. and people get upset with us like if we don't answer the phone or we don't answer the message. They're like, mm-hmm. you guys are nerd. And it's like, yeah, I know, but like we still are people. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still people. I'll tell you what, it was eye-opening though. So like Jeremy, how long have you worked at Nerd? I've been here for about a year and a half. Oh really? That's yeah, it? I yeah. thought you had been there longer. Okay. No, I mean, I've been coming up to Nerd for 
12 plus years. Okay, so you'll be able to relate to this then. Yeah. Like, I worked at Prehistoric Pets at one time, mm. and, and people always think, like, that's how you got started in reptiles. You're like, well, no, I'm no. not. I, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody works exactly. at a place like that if they weren't already, like, yeah. <laughs> balls deep in reptiles yeah. their yeah. whole life. They were the freak on the block. All of yeah. us were, right? Exactly, so, exactly. So, yeah, like, I had this lifetime experience with reptiles, all kinds of reptiles. And mm-hmm. you were tell- you were showing us our, your collection earlier, and you're like, yeah. serial collector in there. Yeah. How many species do you have and in like a room? Like 16 different 16 species, species or in yeah. a 12 by 12 room or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Not small stuff either. And I was the same way. I had 400 animals at one point in my bedroom in my parents' house. You know mm. what I mean? And if someone asked me one time, how many do you have? And I was like, oh. you know, I should count. Like, yeah. I should never count. count. I just never, never count. count. So I counted one time, and it was 400 some. Yeah. So anyways, um, but but regardless of all the hobbyist experience that I had, mm. when I went to go work for a big shop, uh, it was eye-opening. It was, yeah. it was completely different. Mm. Because everything I did was uh it was very like artistic based yeah. right and it's a gut feeling and it, and it's emotive and it's reactionary yeah. and then when you move to a place like that it's scientific and it's it's processes and systems so that nobody gets left behind yeah. because i might remember that this snake over here you have to wiggle the rat to the left to get him to eat but when you have 10,000 babies that animal will die yeah yeah, yeah if yeah. you don't exactly. have a system to account for that so it, it really is another level. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very interesting, yeah. you know. And I would encourage anybody that there's so many people now. It seems like you can't buy one snake. You have to buy a 1.1 and try to breed them of everything. Yeah, I hate which that. unfortunately, I, yeah, yeah. I, I do think it, we've lost a little bit of the love of just having a nice pet. Yeah, you know. But I think anybody that does want to try to breed, go find a big shop and work there. Oh my gosh, is it? You'll learn so much in a summer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That a lifetime's worth of experience. Because if you think about it, even if I have ten snakes and I've got them for twenty years, you know, you can multiply the the level of experience. If I'm working with ten thousand snakes for three weeks, it's like the same amount the same of same amount of experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Maybe Rob, even more. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would say more. My my breeder Rob and I were talking about because we had a conversation with Tim O'Reilly, who's oh, the yeah. breeder oh, over yeah. there. Yep, well, yep. Everybody know. Yeah. Everybody oh knows yeah, Tim yeah. O'Reilly, yeah, Timmy. legendary yeah, Timmy. guy. You know yeah. it, too. <laughs> legendary retake breeder so it was funny because i was talking about rob and i was talking about like how many clutches he had had over how many years and then we talked about like how many clutches of retics that uh tim o'reilly had produced and we came up with the math and i'd have to get the exact number off him but it was something like rob would have to to continue to maintain his you know hobbyist breeder level breeding for like 275 years <laughs> what Tim O'Reilly has done so right far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was crazy. Yeah. So go go volunteer for a summer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, when man. When was the last time you talked to Tim? Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah. He doesn't answer the phone for me anymore. Nah. Damn. 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 It's because you're working with employees. them small snakes, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, Tim, small snakes Tim, was my, <laughs> Tim was my like uh, advocate. He was like, I love you, Garrett. Whatever you want to do, we'll do. And I'm like, more super dwarves. And uh, he's because, like, except that. And then Jay would come in and say anything but that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually because of Tim that Garrett and I know each other. Tim told me, he's like, you got to go... Uh, he found out I was going to Tinley. I was at Prehistoric and talking with him. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, Garrett is going. He's like, you know, Garrett is like, no, I don't. 
He's like, Garrett's gonna be at Tinley. You gotta meet up with him. Here, he went and showed me his picture on a little picture out in front. He's like, you gotta. You <laughs> this guy right one. here. That's the one. You have the hit information now. This that is was the a one. Really good weekend. That was a good. I think I kissed you before the weekend was over. So we hit it off right off the bat. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a hard left turn. We do a little bit okay. of a segment in these podcasts called Diving Deep in the Shallow End. So right. we're going to get off topic. I was going to tell you about that when you were I was getting Head deep about Lucos and Lucistic. Lucistic, oh. yeah. That would have been that. a good one. Okay. No, that, that was getting too deep for him. we got to stay way more, oh. more shallow than that. No, oh. it's, no we okay. can go down that. I just, well, here's, uh, here's so I want to hear Lucistic, your... It's Lucistic, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we didn't, we didn't get the problem. We, we can't agree that it's a tomato-tomato thing? No. We well, it's it's a green tomato to a red tomato. How about we just say that? So <laughs> well, it's still well, a tomato, but there's still a difference. Even with the... the I don't give a shit. I don't, don't give a the, single the root shit. Word being lucos, which nope. all set. is Greek for white. All set. What no. about exanthic? It's axanthic. Okay, motherfucker, then fuck you. Axanthic. <laughs> it's not exanthic. Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah, said exanthic. Exanthic. That's not a tomato tomato thing. It's, <laughs> That's right. It's axanthic. You sit over there. So it's lucistic. That's a Bobby Wheatgrass thing. No. But it, it can be lucistic. If you want it to be, Brian, it can be whatever you want it to be. Just shut up and drink. Well, here's my thing. If someone comes up to me and says it's leukistic, I just think in my head, I smile nicely at them. I say, oh, you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you know Brian fucking Cusco. Uh. <laughs> or anybody in Australia or <clears throat> scientists. Hey, they're the ones know, that right? decide to say uh, Bradley. Bradley. But it's uh, not King Horny. It's not King Horny. Yeah, it's Bradley. Yeah, but it's Bradley. Well, that's the only difference in Latin. They, the eyes are E. Then uh, King Horny should be King, King Horny. Horny. Right. But, but it's are, not. Super they, Horny. Ask Australians, and they're like, mm, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> yeah. All the other ones were. Just because it's a little too provocative? I guess. I don't Maybe know. so. I always thought Australians were provocative, so I don't know what the problem is. Uranus, Uranus, yeah. you yeah. know. Hey. Down for All right, so how deep okay, are we diving? Deep in the well, is it's, it, well, it's, it's very shallow deep. End, so it's the shallow end. But deep in the shallow end. I want to talk deep, deep about in the shallow end. Okay, okay, you ready? We're so talking you, about right. a foot and a half, maybe ankle ankle yeah. deep. But you got to so like, like we're finding octopus you're or swimming. we're finding submerge yourself. Blue ring, okay. Submerge blue ring, okay. Drown in a half inch of water. Go. In a bowl of soup. Lukewarm soup. Sometimes we start off deeper. I don't know. Like. Yes! Oh, that's so awesome. All right, by the way, guys, sometimes I need help with these questions. So jump on Facebook on that Searchable as Reptiles page and ask us our dive deep in the shallow ends. Help me Garrett out has here. literally one job on this podcast. Is to it is come too up hard for me, and I need question. help. Damn. Yes, it is. Damn. That is too hard. I'm an expert delegator. Can we ask you guys a question at the end of the of the at the end of the show? You can, you can ask, ask us you anything you want. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna ask our question at oh, the end of the show. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So here's my question for you. Yeah. All right. How a comp? We got we got four dudes in a very small, rapidly temperature rising room here. <laughs> The perfect scenario. This is kind of reminds me of. No, no. Then the Dave uh, Kaufman will come in. Don't do it. Don't open the door. Dave Kaufman's out there. Dave. (laughs) I think he's breathing through that hole. Actually. Oh my lanta. (laughs) All right. So here's the question. Right along. This is definitely a question I wouldn't ask if Dave was in the room. Okay. Oh boy. So do you shave your belly? How come? You're welcome. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we are going very 
okay. deep in the shower. I'm the only one here who's not drinking. I don't think we need. <laughs> I don't think we even need to ask the question anymore. It's like we got it. I'm We're sorry. good. It's a wrap. Woo. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. No, this Rob is Christian. What, this everybody. is what I want to ask. This is mostly so everyone driving their car or cleaning their reptile room can ponder this as well. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Why is it hot for a chick to do something that is generally like considered a guy's thing? So if you see like a, a, a semi-attractive girl driving a semi truck, you're like, oh dang, Danica Patrick. Everyone thinks super hot. You see her walking down the street, and hey, she's all right, but she's a race car driver. Same thing goes with like bass fishing pictures. If you get the hot chick in there, it's like a whole niche. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? Jeremy's and I and I, I ask because so. it's kind of reptile industry. But I'm curious. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait! Don't say it. Wait. I'm gonna let Rob handle that because I mean you're also asking. But wait, that. finish you, the question. What's the? There's... So the question is. Oh, okay, all right. Why is it attractive to dudes when girls act like dudes? Not so much like tomboy thing, but if they get involved in like generally like you know quote unquote male activities. Oh, dude, the answer to that is so simple. But I'm gonna let one of these guys well, answer. Well, it. I'll, let Rob, I'll let Rob. I'll let Rob answer it because because uh, Jeremy's yeah, mostly I'm, gay. I'm mostly gay, so, oh, so mostly the, gay. Yeah. Mostly gay. Have <laughs> you met my Rob? <laughs> he's definitely in that mostly gay area. Too. I tweaked his nipple, and he's like, "I gotta leave. I gotta go." <laughs> he acts like it when it comes down to it. He, when it comes down to the time to pound, he robs out, dude. I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't running. found the line with him. You joke with Rob, it just keeps going, and I've always bow out first. But anyways, <laughs> so. So you should meet Rob because I kind of want to know where his line is. I, I'm not here to find out your lines, Garrett. Uh, <laughs> You're not delegating that task. <laughs> I, Garrett. Rob, can I, you take it? I'm delegating got, this one hard. I just got not that kind of hard. <laughs> Garrett, I thought that you were the king of the percentages here. King Hornet? <laughs> I, I love uh, I love the term mostly gay. That's uh, yeah, mostly uh, gay. Okay, okay. Can the correct persuaded. term. The correct term is bisexual. If we really <laughs> want to preference for men, it's just a heavy preference for men. <laughs> you're in the right room. Well, again. I mean, no, we're not. No, we're being serious. We're actually not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I'll have some more then. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, you know so? my <laughs> answer for that question. Okay. Uh, would be. Uh, relatability things people think that they want someone who they can uh, share interests with and that that shared interest is going to be the foundation of something important um, and if you are someone who is you know moderately attractive but you're interested in something that I'm also interested in it makes us feel similar or uh, someplace where we can find some common ground and build on that to something else so people are like oh maybe I could have a life with this person maybe and then it's like mm, probably not that's well, that my was answer, deep. but you said it better than I would have. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay, I'm glad it was easy because I was like, man, I'm going to answer this and customers would be like, you idiot, it no, was this. literally exactly <laughs> <what I'm saying>. <laughs> <laughs> No, we got a lot of things that, you know, teaching people reptiles and getting most familiar. We, we've got, yes, we're, we're, we're here, except for leucistic and azanthic apparently, but okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. So that's what you're going to say too, similar interests, shared activities, oh, fun yeah. stuff I mean, you it, can it, do together. A girl, like a girl that enjoys something you're doing, you don't have to like go and like, you know, play Barbie dolls or something. That's I know that's like, we're going back to elementary school with that, but sure. like if you got a girl if they wants to sit around and play Barbie dolls and do tea parties, which I love doing with my daughter now, but when I was at the age of you know dating and pre, no, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want to do that. I would rather go fishing or do something like that. Drive a truck. I don't roll in the dirt. And if you find a girl that's willing to do it, wrestle. You know, if if a girl's willing to do that to the same level you are, wrestle. Then that's yeah, awesome. 
<laughs> so, yeah, did you have weigh in on it, Jeremy? Mostly gay, Jeremy. <laughs> We can't, that can't be his name. Have have, mm. have another fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to ask. Do you guys swear on your show or no? Are we, uh, are we well, they brought me on here, yeah, so we, it's too fucking it's bad. Too late. It's, it's too lost, late now. But I think it was one episode where we lost half of our subscribers because I swore at our audience. Oh. Oh, well, I don't do that, but <laughs> well, I'll swear at the people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, on the... On the gay side. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I certainly do appreciate if somebody has a, a somewhat similar interest in, in what I'm doing. But, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I don't think I've ever gone on a date and led in with, spy keep reptiles. Yeah. That's that's not a thing. Um, Cause most of the time, most of, no, because most of the time it's like, you what? Like, <laughs> I usually end up always leading in with, I'm a musician. Yeah. <laughs> See, keeping reptiles is like the most normal yeah. thing about me. So I'm always just like, yeah, I keep reptiles. So if they get past that, about you being rich, then yeah. they can yeah, exactly. Uh, I gotta exactly. say, it doesn't help when when the date starts after a gig, and I've got like the diamond ring, the diamond watch, and like, and I'm 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 in the getup, and they're like, oh, he's fancy. Mm. <laughs> it's like, mm, no, sorry, yeah. I got this some snake poop to go clean after this. It's funny though the way you like this. You should see my ball by that. It's funny the way you mentioned that because I met my wife like. Oh, like all a, decked as out a, as a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she didn't find out about the reptile stuff till we were married. Um, Ooh, you <laughs> held that. That was. Listen, I have one final secret. Now that you've completed the vows, <laughs> I'm the opposite. It's like first date, the zoo. Yeah. And then I quiz them. Like, okay, I'm gonna go around once and tell you all the common names. And if we go around the second time, you can repeat it. We're going Latin. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. no, yes. that's Dude, me. That's right me. Well, I want to say something for, for Rob with yeah. his, his reptiles being the most normal thing. Your questions that you post, like on on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. My question of the day. I love what Good. you do. Like it's always something different to get people thinking. Like it's other than just here, look at what I saw on the internet, and I'm going to regurgitate it. Like you always no. have get people. Th- I love those. And guys. and I, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, don't add me. But um, <laughs> if, are you talking about on his personal page? On my page personal, yes. oh, my personal okay. page. I, say, I, I haven't seen him. I do a question of the day where um, always interesting. Where I oh, try yes, and post I've things I've to get people to think these. about what's going on. And um, I have got friends from, like, all paths of life. Like, uh, I've got about 4,000 friends on my Facebook right now. Stop bragging. I, well, no, no, no. What I'm, I say that, and people are like, oh, well, that's like you're just collecting friends on Facebook. In person, I probably know about 1,500 to 2,000 of them. That's like, a lot. In person, I know almost all of them. So there's a lot of people on there who I don't know, but a lot of the people I know I told on you Facebook, we had staff people that came up to me and was like, oh, go tell yeah, so I I know I've got friends that are heavy on the conservative side. I've got lots of friends who support the Second Amendment. I can neither confirm or nor deny. Oh no, no, I'm just it's just the going, lean. It was, was just around. the lean. It's all it's right. Going around. Um, but I've got friends on on the crazy left end of the spectrum. I got friends on the crazy right end of the spectrum. I got lots of people who are in the middle. I got like anarchists who are like, no, there should be no rules. Kill everybody. Who cares? Um, <laughs> And so when I post those questions, I think it's always interesting because most of the people on social media, they only friend the same people who think the exact same way that they do. Which is very unhealthy for society. Which is really, really unhealthy for society. Um, And you don't get that uh, pushback or that push to think. And so on my page, I like to post questions that... um, get people on both sides kind of engaged or, or whatever side you're on. It just gets people to input. And then you might 
read something on there that goes, oh, I never would have ever thought of something like that because no one in my circle thinks like that. And I like that sort of stuff because it always keeps me thinking of ways it's that I can... Healthy. It's one yeah. of the most healthiest ways I've seen somebody use Facebook, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Well, it's, it's actually like next level thinking, though, because see, you mentioned regurgitating information. I think regurgitating information is exactly what you need to do in the beginning. So, like, if I give you a corn snake I and meant, you haven't I mean, learned like, anything about it and you want to... Let's go ahead and rethink all the regurgitate, I've literally seen some post on Facebook and then just, like, sharing a link. Oh, so that's what okay. I yeah, yeah. No, I thought you meant just... Just like, cause it's like, oh, look at this that like, I saw. I'll, I'll see people, like, I'll, I'll, st- I'll talk <clears throat> about something, you know, like, I have my educational channel, and I'll educate people about something, and then I love when they take that the and they, they pass it on. Yes. Because there's plenty of people that regurgitate bad information. Ooh, that? But they're, but they're ignorant. They're ignorant. Yeah. Not, and it, well, I was going to say not in a bad way, but it is a bad way. Yep. But, but it's not really not their fault. Not, yeah, in, a not in a malicious way. Not in a malicious way. So they're just repeating what they've been told from someone that they consider reputable. Yes. Which is one of the most important things about people like, well, everybody in this room has a platform where people are looking at us in one way or another. And you can see that, like, so from nerd, let's say you guys do something dangerous or stupid on, on YouTube. Oh, my gosh, are you it. getting flack? <laughs> well, you're getting it back. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're getting yeah, hate. Yeah. But the reason why, I think, it's, I think it's healthy for us to consider, like, where that stuff is coming from. Because if there's a lot of people without platforms spewing hate at us that, that have platforms for for misrepresenting something they love it's a good thing Mm. right okay so Mm. follow me here if i have a big snake and my whole channel is based on letting it bite me all the time you know what i mean and being like oh this thing's so dangerous and i gotta get in here and fight it all the time i would probably get tons of views but if i'm getting hate back on that it's because other people love snakes and just because of their size or they're misunderstood doesn't mean that they should be universally feared so I think that even if they have to almost bully you to shy you away from that behavior so that they can save what they love, I think that's a good thing and that it's important for those of us who do have a platform to kind of consider that. Because here's the thing. If people love you, they're, they're just going to brown nose. They're going to suck up to you all the time. They're going to tell you you're wonderful. And it's nice to hear that stuff. I hate that shit. But, <laughs> well, I mean, so all of us have dealt with some kind of drama on social media, yes. even mm-hmm. recently. You know what I mean? Like, you know, all of yeah. us were involved. You're joking around about the dwarf percentages thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you get that kind of stuff. But I will tell you this. Um... My, my old football coach used to tell me this. He said, you know, Garrett, if somebody criticizes you, they're the person you should listen to. Mm. And he said, but some people just hate you, and they're going to say something. If you're smart, you can tell the difference. If they say, Garrett, ha-ha, you're stupid because your name rhymes with carrot or something like that, they got nothing on you, and you can just walk away. Don't even give them the time of day because there are those my people. kids do that to you. <laughs> they want to name all the <laughs> Can we yeah. name the snake Carrot because it came from Garrett? That's different because they're doing it out of love. They love both Carrots and their Uncle Garrett. <laughs> oh, but if somebody comes to you and they say, you know, your vocabulary sucks, you know what I'm saying? That's something that, like, your mama doesn't tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my football coach used to say, stop a minute and strip away any emotions that, that, that come from the hater. You know what I mean? Take away that kind of defensive reaction that, that, that you automatically have right in the beginning and think, is any part of this true? And if it is, he said, the way you deal with it is this. The way you disarm them is you just say, 
thank you. I'll work on that and walk away. Mm-hmm. And he says, you become a better person and you disarm them immediately. And, it, you know, I mean, this was I, my high school football I've coach. I've done that I, a lot, actually, it. with different, because I do try to do that when I get comments like that. Oh, like you're that. famous for it. It's like your whole MO. Is what? You know what I mean? Well, just listening to hate. Like, you, you, you address hate on your channel constantly. You're always, you're, I think the reason why Tim O'Reilly wanted to put us together is because both you and I are, like, very, very motivated to improve as human beings. And that comes through criticism. Because the thing is, like, if we were aware of our shortcomings, we, we either deny or we, we don't care, or we say, that's too hard, I can't get over it, or, or we're, we're just not aware. And so if you can not react immediately, you I'll can become it, much it, it more self-aware. A, it ends up being a good thing for both the, the person that was commenting often. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll respond in that way, like, oh, yeah, you know what, actually. And then they'll come back, and be like, even if they were coming off literally, like, kind of trying to be a dick, like, not being nice about whatever the criticism was. More often than not, they'll come back and be like, you know, I just have, I was having a bad day, yeah. And like, it's I see blah blah blah, and you know, it, it ends up being a positive interaction after the fact. Well, you care about relationships. I don't. I only care about <laughs> myself. That's the, that's that's where the similarities end. I'm like, uh, thanks, thanks, douchebag. You just made me better. Sucker. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm better than you now. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we definitely differ in that. I. I, I like, also, I also, that. everyone knows nice. my name because it rhymes with carrot. <laughs> oh, I God. That, right. I only do that with uh, people. I, I only act like that with my friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone Amazing. Just threw a bottle at Garrett, and he's like, I'm the recyclist. I got five cents. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Recycle, baby. Yeah, he's he's like, like, planet. I'm making you, money and saving the planet. <laughs> I you like littered, it. yeah. Did you say something about you, you? Some kind of circle thing was about to happen here. I thought you. Were, what were you Whoa. talking about? No, the shallow, the the, the oh, diving into a, the shallow end. I do have end. a different take on the chick thing. Mm. Yes. I do. Which yeah. so actually, you guys had like a phenomenal answer. But I think that there's something, and this might not be more universal. So probably the more universal attraction to like you, uh, somebody who, you know, opposite sex or, or maybe kind of sort of the same sex, you know, that you're really attracted to is similar interest. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. And funny enough, I was coming at it from my own perspective, so I never even considered that. Even though once you guys said it, well, once you guys said it, it was like, okay, yeah, that was obvious. That was a stupid question because it's almost a very obvious answer. But I actually had a different one. So my thing is like, it's almost like there was a girl named Michelle Michelle. It's almost like there was a girl named Michelle. That's that almost like that. Almost. Names, <laughs> names and likenesses not, have been changed for this podcast. It's not yeah. exactly <laughs> Michelle. No, her her almost name was like Michelle. Well, I'll her shout name her out. Was Michael. Yeah. I'll <laughs> shout her out because a she'll never hear this, and b if she does, I take this as a compliment. There was a girl that's name was Michelle Lindsay that I sat Ooh, behind. Oh, in we're doxing people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Address. F's, Mrs. F. <laughs> Mrs. F's 12th grade AP English class, okay? And Michelle Lindsay was tall. And she used to have, she used to have like self-confidence issues with it, but I always liked it. So she was about two inches taller than me, right? And, you know, a lot of girls that are taller than guys would kind of like slouch over and walk around like that, but Michelle wouldn't. She'd throw her shoulders back and strut, you know what I mean? And I thought she was like the hottest freaking thing, like just that alone. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I, and, uh, yeah, I knew a girl. And like there that. is, and I'm sorry, girl, if if you're listening and you're a girl and you're tall, like I feel for you, like that's a like a difficult thing. I don't know why, Societally, but it, it just yeah. it's stupid, but it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what the 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 very <clears throat> fact that she was confident in that made me like 
super attracted to her. I thought she was like smoking hot for that alone, right? Doesn't she sound hot? And I didn't even tell you what she looks well, like. Well, it's not. For, that's not for being into something guy-like. Though. No, it's no, just no, for no. But physically being but, bigger. But taller. I use her as an example, and this is why I don't. I don't mind if she hears this because I think she would like to hear that I was attracted to her or whatever because of that. You know, yeah, she's like, Garrett was gross. I can't believe that he <laughs> said he was attracted. to doesn't, doesn't he work with snakes yeah. now? What it the hell? <laughs> even if someone's gross and they say you're awesome, it feels good. Yeah. So. But, yeah, but you got the, me there. the similarity is this. She she presented like there was an intimidation and a little bit of a challenge there. And so I think maybe a lot of people would back away from that. So here's the thing. I mentioned the, the hot chick that's a truck driver. I remember feeling like I was this big, big man or whatever when I was like 17 and my dad let me drive the Dodge Dually. It was a 93 12-valve Cummins Dodge. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had that truck today. You truck people know what I'm talking about. Last year, last year, the good stuff. <clears throat> anyway, big, big old four-wheel drive, dually, and I'm like, <laughs> driving this big diesel manual down the road, and I felt like this big dog or something like that <laughs> at 17, right, driving this thing. And this chick drives by, I, I, I still remember, 17 years old, I remember this, yellow semi-truck. She drives up, and this girl looks like Daisy Duke or something like that, you know what I mean? And she kind of like looks at me, and I'm like, oh, draw to the floor, you know? And she drives by and just gives me like a little wink, like she's seen it a million times and drives on. And she pulls forward, and she's driving like a logging rig full of these big, like probably like Oregon, whatever, pine trees, because this is in California. And she's driving down, I forget, maybe the five or something like that. I thought it was so freaking hot because I thought I'm cool driving a, a, three, a Dodge 350, you know what I mean? This chick is like two, three years older than me, driving a a big rig full of logs. You know what I mean? Like it was nothing. Okay, so embarrassing part of the story. I followed her for like three hours. That's hoping terrifying. she would pull over so that I could just buy her a cup of coffee and tell her she was awesome. And she never did, and I had to turn around and go back. You know, I did, I did that to Kim at a reptile show one time. Kimberly oh my God. <laughs> followed her for three hours? Oof. I don't know if it was three hours. Kim, are you listening? <laughs> How come? Oh, boy. Why did you follow Kim? Because it was a girl that was She's a good reptiles, example. Yeah. And I was like, and then just like dressed different, like just bla- like with the unicorn yeah, and stuff. And she's confident. Confident, and I was like, well, this my buddy Josh was with me too, and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, look, <laughs> look over there. Oh, Do you God. see it? <laughs> I'm just so I'm just saying, I have a story kind of like that, yeah. Well, and it, you know, I mean, like, okay, maybe it's creepy, whatever, but that's something, <laughs> honestly, well, like, just coming, a little, from, coming from creeping it real, yeah, well, no. <laughs> yeah this was a random be. person or whatever. <laughs> But so so I stopped worrying about creepy a long time ago. Me and Dave have this in common. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Horn lifter, <laughs> I love you, Dave Kaufman. I stopped worrying about being creepy a long time ago because I realized that I was pulling punches in life where it mattered. You guys are still laughing about the game because it's disc. really good. You can probably hear that hole. He's breathing through this hole. I can smell his beard. That's not you creepy. Know what I mean, oh my god. <laughs> no, but here's the truth. Here's the truth. I started. This is gonna sound really weird until I finish the sentence. But I started practicing on my friends' wives. Um, <laughs> Me too. Okay. <laughs> when I was young, like we've all hit this point, you know, like you know, you're you're in your twenties, and like a couple of your buddies are like now married, and you're not. 
you know, we're always comparing ourselves to other people. So you're like, what's wrong with me? Why is everyone getting married and I'm not finding love and happiness? <laughs> but but anyway, you didn't that didn't happen for you? <laughs> Okay, well, not relatable story. Because he Here was the go. first one of the guys to get married. Yeah. So. <laughs> first, one to have, first one to have my license, all those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, like, I, I um, as guys, it's hard because sometimes you think really nice things about people and you want to tell them, but you're afraid they'll come across, across creepy or, like, you want something from them, right? Mm. And maybe sometimes you do, I guess, whatever. Maybe that you are a creep or whatever. In Garrett's case, it's usually the case. I'm super creepy, actually. <laughs> Always wants something extra. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, Carrot the, is the, the truth real. of the matter was, and, and I started doing this, it kind of happened on accident, but I complimented, like, one of my buddy's wives, and I told her she looked really good that day. Mm-hmm. And there was no uh, threat because, it, like, we were good buddies. So it would be like, if I complimented Hillary, that would be no big thing to you. It wasn't like a threatening way or any, you know what I mean? It's like, all with all due respect, but, like, your wife's smoking hot today. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you're like me in that. If you told my wife that, I'd be like, yes, you know, because I know she needs to hear that. And if I tell her, she's like, now, nah, whatever, you're my husband, you have to say that. So if she hears it from another guy, it actually helps her confidence. Well, hopefully you're secure. If it's your wife, you, you are secure enough in that. And Not everybody and is. I am, yeah. Signed legal but. documents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work for some people, trust me. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. But, but at one point, I think I was probably 25, and I complimented uh, this gal that was like the office girl at the place that I worked. I didn't see her very often, but it was like a corporate event or whatever and she had a dress on and she was a girl that was like it's always like jeans and a t-shirt type of deal or whatever and you just get used to her and I her name was Angela I was the only person that was allowed to call her Angie so I always thought that was cool but she shows up and she's like all dolled up mm-hmm. makeup big gown because it was like a fancy event and everything mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god Angela you're like phenomenally hot you know and she was probably 20 years older than me and she started crying Broke down crying, ruined all her makeup and everything. Like, not anymore. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. And she's like, you know what? It was worth it just for that. But she was just like, you're like a young, single guy, all this kind of stuff. And I, the, the fact that you noticed mm-hmm. and said something, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That, that made my decade. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the makeup anymore. And I was like, oh, holy shit, that's deep. That's big. I, if I can have that kind of an impact on somebody, I don't want to miss the opportunity because I'm afraid of what they'll think about me. Truth of the matter is, I mean, we've already discussed it. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. So I might, no, as, not true. I might as well say nice stuff to I people. I do 27.5% yeah. so of I love the time. Telling them the truth. I, I think that that has a, a bigger implication, though, than just like someone who you find attractive. Because like, when, I, um, when I started working at Nerd, you know, like when I was... So, Way back when I was a kid, I had cutouts from Reptiles magazine of Along Came a Spider and like I remember the ads. And, oh my the gosh, ads in Reptiles honey? magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I had and those cutouts. All Python guy, but oh my gosh, to my that wall, was a great right? ad. With Hell yeah, VPIs yeah. stuff. Uh, I had printouts of their website when I when we got a computer eventually, um, and I had like all this stuff on my wall. And then the first couple times that I came to Nerd and I met Kevin. Uh, you know, just talking to him a little bit. He's like, hey, you're, you're like really smart. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, Kevin McGurley just said that I'm fucking smart. And you know, it, <laughs> it wasn't because he's like, hey, you're attractive. I like you that. You thought he was like, hot. Be honest. The ponytail. It's the ponytail. Oh, <laughs> it, is, it is the ponytail. <laughs> it's not too tight for you? No, no. You, something to hold on to. 
Oh, yeah, but it's okay. like you, you might slip. We just got hand. mostly gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but but to the point, like uh, I I was like just like you know going from having cutouts of Along Came a Spider and taped onto my wall to like meeting the guy who did it and then him being like, hey, you can actually like hold your own in a conversation with me. That doesn't always happen because Kevin is knows so much, so much about. So many things because, like, I am really great at reptiles. You talk about most reptiles, like we were talking about the new chalice. I, I know what those are. Um, Congratulations! But no, but like most people don't <laughs> wouldn't know what you're if talking. You're about. listening, and you know what much new chalice is. You can pretend to be smart by jumping on searchable as reptiles and saying, "I knew." Yeah, I, I know in the comment section. The rest of I you, friends <laughs> like you guys. Yeah, yeah, but like the average reptile person wouldn't you, know. Do you know what new so, chalice is? Because of friends like you guys, yeah, and yeah. Forced. Do you know what new chalice yeah. is? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know. Okay, Listen, we're even. Jeremy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy doesn't know. He's a poser. I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not hip. Whatever. You fucking believed it though. <laughs> <laughs> but going, you know, Kevin knows so much. Like, because when he talks about stuff, most of the time I'm like right there with him. Okay, anything that's got to do with reptiles, I'm like right there. I get it. Like, unless it's like medicating things, I'm like I just don't know enough about that animals that stuff because I haven't done as many things as you have. Um, but like when it comes to like birds and stuff, he still knows everything. And I'm like, I don't know anything about birds at, mm. all, at all. Like they taught me how to hand feed baby birds at Nerd when I started working there. And you I did was a whole interview revolving around chickens yes. on our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That was great. <laughs> I really remember sorry. setting that up. And then I was like, I saw the intro clip and I was like, this fucker sat by the chickens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny is I did that with Lindy. The first time, one of the first interviews I did on uh, Triple B TV was with Lindy. We sat in Jesse's backyard and there were chickens just going off. What is it with all these reptile people and freaking chickens? I have chickens. I mean, what is it with all these reptile I, people and freaking much chickens? A little T Rex, right? Have you ever seen naked necks? Those are the best. Yeah, we've got one. Do you? That nerd. Like yeah, those. you'll see him. You'll I see like him those. strutting around. I used to it's have gross. Some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Yeah. Hard left turn. <laughs> Chicken adventure. You brought up uh, the birds. I know. Um, so, like, when when it. When it came down to it, you know, after sitting down and talking to Kevin and he's like, oh, like you actually know about things and, you know, getting that compliment, getting that like, you know, affirmation that, you know, it's not just because, you know, every now and again, I know I know a decent amount about reptiles and every now and again, I'm like, man, I really don't know anything about anything. Um, and then someone will post like a picture, uh, like a grainy picture of some sort of snake and they're like, what type of snake is this? And I'm like, oh, looks like a... Looks like something. And then I message it to them. They look it up. That's exactly what it is. And I'm like, okay, that, that's okay. And it's like one thing coming from someone who knows nothing about reptiles and be like, oh, you guessed the identity of this snake in this horrible potato picture snake. Um, <laughs> and, and it's one thing to like get that right. But then to have like the, the people who you like looked up to uh, to give you that like, hey, you're doing it. You're, you're doing you're – do, I'm impressed – that is just like something completely different. So like I, th when I get people, I get people who message me on my Instagram, and they'll ask me a question about something, and I'll answer them back, and they're like, "I was not expecting you to answer just then." I don't know. Yeah, yeah, happened. yeah. I'm sure that's happened to you guys mm -hmm. every other day. Yeah, mm -mm. and they're like, "I was not expecting you oh to my answer God, that question." Someone famous said hi to me. Exactly. Am I um, really famous? <laughs> yeah. Twenty seven. I go into McDonald's. Tell me to get the hell out. Like. <laughs> Um, so, but getting that little bit of like, you know, <laughs> affirmation, getting that little bit of, um, you know, reassurance, even if, you know, it's not someone who you 
think is attractive. Just getting that little bit of, hey, you're doing a good job is mm. like so important. And going back to the, the programs that I used to do, I get people who are like, oh, four years ago, you sold me my first snake. And now I've got look at all these different things yeah, that I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. And like that is so cool to me. Um, and, you know, it's not coming from a place of like, oh, yeah, I was you know intending that to happen. But seeing where people go as their lives go. It's better when they don't want something. And th- and that's the key, too. It can't be flattery. Yeah. So, like, when I do it, I I, I just try to make it. It's, it takes practice. But if I think somebody not. I did it to you earlier, Brian. I was like, dude, you lost a lot of weight, even since the last time I saw you. Whatever you're doing is working. Yeah. And you're making me, like, feel like a schlump over here. But, like, you know, Brian's, <laughs> like, freaking <laughs> cut right now. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I... I told you that because I thought it. I was like, oh, you look different. I can see it in your face and everything. And so I don't know if it matters to you or not, but I'm going to do my part because I had a nice thought. Why keep that to myself? I've been doing that a lot too recently because I was very, very quiet growing up and in, in even my early adulthood. And I've made more of a point. Like if I'm thinking something, and I'd, ha- I'd always have these weird moments where I'm, I'm thinking this thing. That's something nice about something. Like I'm yeah. thinking it. And for some reason, I ha- I'm reserved and don't, I don't know how they're going to take it. Or Why do I, we do that? Reason, I don't know. Because but we I say stop. every stupid thing it's, without filtering but I, but it. I, but I <laughs> so why do we not? I don't know. Why do we filter the nice? I don't know, but I stop. I stopped doing it. And well, this is Garrett, completely unfiltered for the rest of life. Get used to it. What is this? The unfiltered reptile Oof. podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I stopped doing it with. Uh, I'm when we're sitting with uh, Clinton and Stanley. I remember the first time we're we're sitting out front of this uh, gas station, just that sitting there, and like, up. I was just feeling this. I was like, just feeling this great energy come from their family. You know, their kids were there, and we're having. I'm this sorry, who was that? Clint. Oh, um, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Yeah, and have uh, you guys met Clint? Oh yeah, he yeah, came up. He, he came, came up to nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a great guy. Yeah, he's awesome. And I was man. just like, I was like, dude, I just, I gotta say, and I, and I, and I felt that old thing coming up in me. Like I'm feeling this thing about these people, and there's this weird part of me not wanting to say anything. Mm-hmm. I don't I, like. I'm holding it back, and I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm like almost forty, and and I was like, dude, I, I love you guys. Like you guys are awesome. You guys are the type of people that I. That That's I exactly it. You, you, you're being vulnerable. Yes. And and I think what it Fear is, the reason why we filter that is because we're, we're actually saying how we really feel and we don't want to experience maybe rejection or exactly. judgment because of who mm. we actually are. Yeah. So we pretend to If be you're somebody. messing around and someone's like, That's stupid, don't do that, it's whatever because it wasn't your actual genuine feelings. If you say something genuine that comes from down in here and then someone rejects you for it that's like incredibly painful but you know in those moments like you're you're having with clint you know that is something that you know he was opening up his family his home his life his love to you guys and that's something that i try and post on my facebook every now and again is like hey stop saving i love you for one person who is like your life person, you should tell the people who matter to you that you love them all the time. All the time. Because we don't hear that from the people who matter to us. We don't. We don't hear it enough. And I don't care if anyone says, well, I only say that to my wife and only when we're going to bed and on our anniversary and on Christmas. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But like... Too many people save that. I love you, and Ashley. Dude, I, I had a moment just like that with my with my nephew. And like my nephew means the world to me, man. Like I love that kid. And when when he was about two years old, he's five, almost six now. When he was about a year old or two years old, he had come up to to nerd to visit. And 
you know, he he was checking out the fish. He was like enamored with the fish. So I'm walking through the fish room with him and pointing out the fish and looking Wait, at stuff. You guys have fish at Nerd? We do. We have a full okay, pet store. I'm gonna do like a whole tour on my yes. uh, channel tomorrow. Good yeah, luck. you need. I mean, you're not gonna be well, able to get I, everything. It'll be a run through. It'll yeah. be fine. But I at yeah. least want people because like I've seen the nerd stuff online, but this is. I, I still can't believe that it's the first time I've been here. I don't believe it. Yeah, you're freaking slacking. It's so stupid. It it is really dumb. You're just slacking, dude. Anyway, go ahead. Um, So I'm walking through the fish room and pointing out the fish with him. And um, before he leaves, um, you know, I was like, come here, give me a hug. And he came up and, like, he gave me a hug and, like, squeezed me real tight. I just look over him and I was like, I just, like, kissed the top of his head. And I was like, I was, like, afraid to do that. And I was like, this is my family. This is, like, someone who's important to me. And, you know, that shame and stigma from our society of, like, men shouldn't show emotions like that and and you should just hold back those feelings or you should only give it to one person. Uh, you shouldn't, sh- like, let that your feelings be known uh, for whatever reason. I was like, I can't believe that that was, like, stuck in my mind before that happened. And, like, now every time I see that kid, I grab him, I give him a big hug, I kiss him right on the top of the head, and I'm like, kid, I love you. Don't I ever forget a, that. I love you. I had you. a really similar moment, like, the shame from wanting to withhold from that. So, except this, I have a sister that's 10 years younger than me. Her mm-hmm. name is Brittany. I love her. Um, and uh, I was in high school, so maybe I was like 14. She's four, yeah. I'd say, right? Yeah. And, I, and yeah, it was probably, that's probably accurate because I, I think I was like a freshman. You're, you're in a new campus. You're trying to look cool. Yeah. My mom and my sister are dropping me off. And I, I love my sister. We did so many things together. She, if you, You've met Brittany. If you talk to her, she'll tell you all kinds of stories about how I tortured her when she was young. But Brittany, I know that I'm your favorite. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Those were all good times. But, anyways, uh, she, and I remember this specifically. She ran up to give me a big hug, and all my friends were standing around, and I was like, j- j- don't, no, not like, not right now. You know what I mean? And then just like the look on her face of being like, why not? Do you not love me? Yeah. Well, just like, are you af- ashamed of me in front of your friends? And, and it was just a, a very brief moment, and then she jumped in the car and left. I felt like the worst person for the rest of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm not going to, you know, like that. I don't care about any of these people. The one person I care about is my kid sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I put her down in front of everybody else. What a low, low human being I am. It's, it hurts me to tell the story now. I feel guilty about it 30 years later or whatever. But, yeah, I went home. I gave her a big hug. I said, I love you so much. You're the best person in the world. You know what I mean? And, and just did what I could to make up for it. But I remember that. Yeah. Just like you're telling this story with your nephew. And, like, I'll tell you what, guys. Like, all right, so I've, I've met you before. Mm-hmm. I've met you before very briefly and always, like, reptile shows. Yeah. Right, but I will tell you guys, like, how many people do you meet at a reptile show? Oh my god, <laughs> how many That's... people don't you meet? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. That's probably and, an easy. Well, number. and we're talking yeah. about like NARBC or Tinley. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. yeah. Every so person thousands know, upon thousands of people going to shows with me because it's like I get stopped every couple feet by people who are like, "Oh my god, hurrah, I got yeah." But but here's the thing: there's you can meet thousands of people, but there will be like a half a dozen this stand out to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that day. And you guys are, like, we're sitting in the room with two people, and you and I met at the Tinley, too. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so it's funny that the four of us are here, and when, when you actually meet somebody, this is my point, when you meet somebody that is truly authentic, it takes about 10 seconds to realize it. Yeah. And you yeah. know what I mean? You, you don't know a lot about that person, but, like, you and I talked, and, and you said, and I remember this, you're like, you need to come hang out at Nerd sometime. Yes. 
you know. And I've been meaning to get up here ever since that invite, because mm-hmm. I mean, like I worked at Prehistoric, I've been everywhere. I've I've been in Germany visiting reptile collections, mm-hmm. you know, retic collections, and I've not been here before. Mm-hmm. But, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been well, even even without this, and honestly, that was the biggest driving factor. But but even without this, ever since you invited me, Rob, to, to come up, that's been like, you know what? He's right, and I need to get there. You, it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I think we go back to, like, the vote with your dollar and who needs to stay in the industry and stuff. And it's like, guys that are listening, this is so important. When you buy a snake and it's the best deal or it's from someone you've never heard of or from whatever the case may be, you really don't know what impact you're having. Right. You know, but if you... If you're like, you know what, I, I love this guy. I love these people. And even if it was more money, I would rather invest that money into good, authentic people who make the hobby and the industry a better place to be. We're joking around about dwarf percentages because there was a big argument about nerd and stuff like this with dwarf stuff. Yeah. And and to me, the the funny thing was, you know, we came up and we saw Kevin, and he's like, oh, you brought this guy. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, geez. Here it comes. Here it comes. The funny thing is, I like be sitting there in the same room at the same time. I took it completely differently. Like when he said, oh, you brought this. This is what I heard in my mind. This is what I heard and saw was oh you brought this guy you didn't tell me he was coming like i thought no. he was like happy about it because the very next sec- <laughs> sentence he's like you did you bring rodney too yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm three glasses that. in and i'm not pulling any punches or whatever but like there was a lot of drama and stuff yeah. about yeah. this stuff and and here's the thing is like i don't know why or how or whatever i've like people want me to be like the police of the world of what everyone else is doing or whatever mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is everybody's human and and I oh my gosh I, I'm not even gonna go into the drama because I don't like it but you guys came out shining and it wasn't because you did the right thing and the funny thing is like in that situation there was someone that was like technically or informationally correct and someone that was like incorrect I suppose the correct person didn't actually need to ever be involved but whatever so I wish I knew what the hell you were talking about oh good I'm glad you don't yeah, yeah. I mean just mi- we're not just talking about it, it. yeah but, but the here's but here's my point. You guys were technically incorrect about something, but your character showed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if I didn't love Nerd already, I loved it after all that drama because of what what you guys are as a company. You know, basically what happened was like a miscommunication, it's a common mistake like everybody makes, but you guys fessed up. Uh, Kevin came on, you know what I mean? And he spoke his piece. Everybody addressed it head on. Everything was taken care of in a more than appropriate way. It was, you know, and it was great to see that. And I was like, I even commented. I was the the first one to comment after Kevin's statement. I was like, see, right here, guys. This is what it is. This Mm -hmm. is why you would buy from someone like Nerd instead of some of these other options that you have. Mm -hmm. Because even if something happened, which happens to all of us, we like to pretend we're perfect, but come on, yeah, guys, seriously, is anybody yeah. perfect? Yeah, come on. And it's like, even if something happened, they've got you. They're mm-hmm. going to take care of you. Right. And I hope that Nerd continues to do the future long into, because it's not even about Kevin anymore. Like, Kevin came on to say his two-piece. There was a forum. I, you know, I saw people talking about Kevin, so I invited him to come address it himself. And then it just all hell broke loose, and I end up feeling bad. Yeah. I'm but not in that group, so I just was like, "You guys can handle all I'm, that." Stuff. I'm perfect 
92% of the time. Yeah. Well, that's a very high percentage compared to me. <laughs> it's almost pure. Yeah, yes. almost pure. Some people would call that pure. That's as close to pure as you yeah. can get. <laughs> Okay, I that That's seven <laughs> generations right there. Now I get it. <laughs> That's at least seven. Ninety-two percent is factually actually good. after eighty-seven and a half. Ninety-two some odd is the yeah. the next one. Yeah, but anyway, no. I, the the thing about it is what what I take from Spoke it. Spoke the master. Everyone, it's almost like the, the we we're talking about. Like I said, show me Burma on the map. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, guys, we love reptiles Mm -hmm. we love this life with reptiles and we even got a little bit dark about our customers on this episode a little bit (laughs) even though we said you know we and i hope you guys are listening you heard it we framed it with we love our customers and most of them are great but here's the thing is like (laughs) the four of us wouldn't be here if we didn't like interacting with people with common interests revolving around reptiles what are you talking about this room (laughs) is plenty of spacious (laughs) (laughs) but but i mean i'm sorry like it's (laughs) It's all about it's for me it's always been about the people that are in the industry. You know, if there was a species true. of reptiles that, that I loved but I hated everyone that worked with them, I don't know that I would own that reptile. Probably not. No, I would Or you would be... but not publicize anything about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, you would have to be like a closet keeper or whatever. Yeah. So like that was fun for me because it was a little bit of an underdeveloped niche that I got into and I was like I have the opportunity to build a positive community. And that's why I hate to see that kind of drama and stuff because it's like, guys, we should be like, how much do we have in common that we're arguing over leucistic or leukistic mm-hmm. and hating each other for it? That's oh. what happens all the hey, time. Hey, I don't listen, 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 listen. So I don't ridiculous. hate Brian because of it. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I know, one's that, I know that he's annoyed in the most, in the best way, in the love, in the most ever. loving, caring way ever. You fucker. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just wish we could, like, we get hung up on such stupid small things. I try not to. Yeah, I really try not to. I do. I get, I get hung up on it. It bugs me. I like to think. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. I mean, if you, if you think about like the history of, uh, just like social media in the industry or if you even go yeah, further back in like the form fault. that's just a venue for right right, right. well that's people, that's exactly what know? i'm saying like you go even pre-social media the forums yeah. you know like all that stuff as soon as there was any sort of potential drama in a thread it was like oh have you seen this yet have you seen it? you gotta jump on there and throw in your two yeah, cents it's just and all based whatever. on the fact that it's text-based and not people speaking even over the phone i don't think so because look at oh, youtube chat. no drama definitely. on youtube sells if i yes. talk about oh, disaster yeah, yeah, yeah. or or sex, or money, that video gets 10 times the views of me saying, of course, let me yeah. teach you a real piece of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But I, I was just more talking about like the where drama can arise and misunderstanding, miscommunication. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Arises the more you're removed text-based from, communication from right. this being in person, right. the more opportunity there is for right. Yeah, Yeah, true enough. Yeah. That's why I just always come across sarcastic in as many ways as possible so people don't <laughs> misunderstand. There me. are people that do not have the gene for sarcasm. But it's true. I mean, not Rob, me. Uh, <laughs> you, you said you've been working for Nerd for four years. Yes. I, uh, so every, like, Wait, hold on. With that, my question is... Sorry to cut you off, but you do no, some okay. time. Uh, how, how has he affected the change in the last year and a half since you've been there for almost tw- more than twice as long as, as he has his he's made it so much better that's what so I was, much better that's what my because, guess would have been. um 
Kevin has kind of always had. We're talking about Jeremy for those of you who are yeah, listening. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Thank sorry. you. Going back, going back, Thank going back. You. Jeremy, Jeremy has made Nerd so much better. Um, when I took over like sales and marketing from Josh Ortiz, who worked there before. Um, he was kind of oh, yeah. doing a I little bit Josh. of everything. Yeah, he was doing a, like a little bit of everything, but um, you know, when I took that over, I was still working in the pet store, so I still did half of my hours or more downstairs doing retail in store, and then doing part of my time upstairs, f- focusing on selling things, emails, shipping, all that sort of stuff. Ooh, I like that. Cut your teeth downstairs method. I, was, that's where I started at Nerd. Like, was honestly, was downstairs. The only compelling reason to have a pet store I've ever heard. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I um, I was supposed to be doing his job and sales and education and this and breeding and this and that and this and that. And Welcome this and that to and a small company. Yeah. Um, and there's not even like a small, small company, but like well, it's small huge enough. reptile company, small yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. Any right, other right, 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 right. Yeah. Chevron. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so when I was trying to do all of those things, you, if you're trying to do too many things at one time, you can't be successful at any of them, in, yeah. in my opinion. Jack you're, of all or trades. truly successful Jack at of all any trades, of them. master of none. Exactly. Yeah. So I was not, because having to deal with the employees alone is its own job. That is its own job. Um, you know, dealing with sales and emails and phone calls and just fielding questions that people get in the volume that we get at Nerd is its own job. Um, retail sales downstairs is its own job. And then taking care of animals and breeding animals is its own job. All of those things literally should have their own person to handle them because mm-hmm. of the amount of volume that we do in all of those things. And so... I was just not able to do all of those things. And so when Jeremy came on and started handling the employee aspect of it, wrangling Kevin, um, you know, helping out with some of the breeding design for stuff, um, helping with some of the organization, it allowed me to do the things that I'm, the other things that I'm doing better. And we've done two to three times better as a company since Jeremy started because we have that ability to spread that work out a little bit more. I love teaching about business stuff, but the just really quickly, Brian, the principle is this. like Everyone likes to talk about being well-rounded and working on your weaknesses. Don't do that. Just ignore your weaknesses. You suck at those things. Focus <laughs> on what you're good at. What you're good at and if then find someone else to do the thing you're You can do what you're good at, at yeah. and you can do what you're mm-hmm. good at as a team and, and come with together. a family and yep. a community. And right. communicate right. Really those so, things well. Yeah, communicate, have mm-hmm. relationships, do what you're good at, support the people you love, and forget the things that suck in life and, and mm-hmm. move forward in that. Yeah, that's right. And that, that, was, that was one of the things. So, like, when, when I came on, it, it was the, the job was offered to me. Uh, originally, the job was offered to me as a joke. Where, where did you work before? Uh, so I was actually teaching music full-time before. I was, like, 100% music. That's Why literally do I feel like I I've known doing. you forever? You've only been there for a year and a half. That's I don't like know. Cool. I mean, probably you used to do live streams at Nerd for years and years for a super long time and stuff. Probably like the year and a half leading up to me taking the job. It's, it's, I'm finally getting that thing where people like 
because just because I'm on YouTube, you know this. People come to you and they they feel like they know they've you known you for like, a while. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never met you before. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm doing that. I'm a little bit starstruck, Jeremy. But go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I've sign. I've I'll seen sign you your, so much online. I'll sign your like stickers later. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was um, hoping you'd sign something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's mostly gay. He might uh, go. For it. He only signs the condoms. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was thinking like my boob Jesus. or something. My bad, my bad. I wow. didn't know. Jeez. Rob's Rob knows I'm kind of aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> He's on grinder. Set him up and you knock him down. Oh. Yeah. oh. I'm the best wingman, man. Oh boy. Kidding. Jeez. Oh boy. Just give me the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that thing's almost half gone. <laughs> um so, or, yeah, so originally the, the job was offered to me in kind of like a joking manner. So there there have been a couple of... So I worked for a really short period of time at Zoo Creatures. Like, when I say really short, I'm talking like... Which is your guys' pet store. A month, which is our pet store. I just store. say because I think a lot of people don't. They don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I forgot until I pulled present. up at the driveway. There. Yeah, so... And, and the only reason it didn't... It wasn't successful was because I was still living in Western Massachusetts, which is almost two hours away. And I actually didn't I, know that you worked at Zoo Creatures. Yeah, huh. for a really short period of time, and it was literally just because I was like, to me, nerd, the whole entity that was like the dream job because I've known Kevin since I was in my mid-teens. He's the person that like drug me through the mud of like understanding genetics and like working with different species and like all this stuff. I say leucistic and. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, so I was like, oh, my God, there's an opportunity to, to work there. I want to just get involved. So I remember I messaged Tammy, um, who was the manager downstairs. And um, oh, yeah, Tammy. Is she so, still there? She is. Yeah. Kinda. yeah. Um, so she was like, well, I have to talk to Kevin. So whatever. Is that so, what she sounds like? I don't remember. Kind of what she sounds like. That is exactly what she sounds That was more like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> it was sometimes more like a crow or an eagle, depending on the <laughs> day. <laughs> and Did you ever yeah. see that show? Yeah. His teacher. teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy! Yeah. That's, wow, I'm sorry, Tammy. She knows it. We do it to her face all the time. She gets mistaken for a macaw all the time. All the time, yeah. All the time. You remember what we were saying about if you're thinking something nice, just say it. The perfect example. You sound like a freaking crow. You sound like a macaw. Screaming Macaws, they're beautiful. They're majestic. Yeah. They're South American. I'm grasping. I'm grasping. She's not South American, but we love you, Tammy. Um, and then she messaged me like an hour later and was like, I talked to Kevin and he 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 verified your credentials. So let, let's set something up. And I was like, okay. And uh literally I, I was doing like three days a week, three or four days a week, ten hour shifts, plus essentially four hour round trip commute. That's exactly how I started and prehistoric. It was a three hour commute. Yeah. So and I was, I was just like, yeah, I was like after like less than a month, I was like, oh my God, I can't keep this up. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't keep this up. Cause I was like dreading just waking up. Cause I was like, I'm getting four hours of sleep. Cause I also had a collection of reptiles at my house and everything. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so bad. So I was like, like I, I messaged like Tammy and past. I was like, look, I can't, like I can't do King. this. Yeah. Well, we're watching it, we're going, oh my God, that's my life. That's my life, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I, I never felt this. that. So, um, so I was, I ended up, I was teaching music full time. I was, I was gigging and touring and I was working with different artists and all this stuff. And um, I've been teaching for maybe like six years, six or seven years. And um, I was like, man, I, I need to change. I was getting burnt out from teaching and um, I loved being on the road, but 
you know, I mean, you know, you're a musician. Sometimes that's just unstable, and it's not a solid way to generate Sounds any COVID. income. <laughs> no, this is I like that's why you signed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want, I want really to live in that box lifestyle. on the corner of Maine and Broadway. <laughs> um, but uh, so I happen to just be visiting nerd, and Kevin was like, "You, you, you look, at, you looking for work?" And uh, I was like. Well, I mean, I'm always looking for work, but, you know, I mean, what are we talking I about? I am a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and he was like, well, we could, we could use some help up here. And and, uh, and then that that was like the open door to, to initiate that discussion. And I was like, well, I mean, if, if I'm going to do this, you know, here's some criteria that I need met if I'm going to, you know, pick up everything and move. You know, I had, even though I was frustrated with teaching, it was a really solid and stable career for me. Yeah. So I was like, sure, you know, whatever. If it works for me, I'll work for you. Yeah. So anyway, so we ended up agreeing on all that stuff, and and it was basically given to me like I need some organization upstairs. There's a lot of moving parts, and it's hard to maintain them all because I don't have one person that I can just go to whose sole job is to handle X and Y. And I was like, well, I'm really good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually that's a, a strong suit of mine. Um, and it was only made easier by the fact that, like, I knew who the person I was going to be working really close with was Rob, who I'd already known for a very long time. I mean, I fucking lived with him when I was in college. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Oh, so, know that. and that was by happenstance, too. So it was yeah. like, it was like wonderful. Uh, <laughs> that was a Reptile Expo story. That was a Reptile <laughs> Expo story. So, okay, so quick, quick deviation on it because it's worth telling. Yeah. Um, we're at a White Plains show in New York, and I bumped into Rob. And we knew each other from YouTube and Facebook and stuff. Yeah, but I hadn't seen Rob in a long time, yeah. like really long time. And I was like three weeks away from needing to be in Boston to go to college, and I had no place to live, like nothing set up because I refused to pay the fifteen k extra for dorming in Boston. This sounds like, like a Garrett story, except it would be like the fifteen dollars extra. But <laughs> it was fifteen k. Berkeley's not cheap. Yeah. Um, also, so, I didn't go to college. Berkeley, yeah. Berkeley with Berkeley, yeah, with two, like yeah, Berkeley College story. of Music, yeah. Um, so, I, uh, I, he, you know, we're like, oh man, how's it going? You know, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, to be honest with you, dude, I'm stressed, I'm, I'm stressed out, right out, bro. I'm you, stressed out. You went to Berkeley? No, 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 no. We no. this was at White Plains. This was oh, at the White okay, Plains okay. show. And uh, and he was like, you know, how are you doing, man? And I'm like, honestly, dude, I'm really fucking stressed out. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, I so I got accepted to Berkeley. I start on this day. I have no fucking place to live. And he was like. Dude, you should fucking hit me up. I'll talk to my mom. Blah, blah, blah. We'll make we'll make something happen. You have an extra room in the house. Yeah, we got an extra room in the house. And I was like, Oh my god, are you serious right now? Because like I'm just ready to like buy a big screen TV so I had a box to stay in on Boylston Street. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't say this unless you mean it. Yeah, exactly. Because you will not and, be able uh, to get rid of me. Yeah, and I'm like, like what? Like a week later, I'm like on the phone with his mom, and she's like, you know, give me the lowdown, ask me the questions. She's What's like, the do deal? Do not party. Do not drink crazy at our house. We don't do that. Yeah. No podcasts. Yeah. 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 And but, uh, no Dave Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, deal. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I was like, guy. oh my God, this is literally perfect. So I, I, so I, when it was time to start that semester, I hauled my ass on out there and uh, it was, um, it was freaking perfect. So um, I've known Rob for forever and I'm 100% grateful for him. But, um, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, so um, you could actually you should answer that. Yeah, you should answer that. So um, so anyway, so any. <laughs> I wish I could see his face. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so um, what's happening? 
<laughs> you're Lucas, on you're on his podcast Belmar. right now. Lucas, we're on searchable we're as reptiles. Searchable as reptiles right now. Lucas, say hi real quick. Say hi real quick. This is the first this is the first call in we've ever had. We're not even a live show. <laughs> Garrett is very upset. What's Garrett happening? Garrett is mad. What is Look happening? At, this is say hi to Garrett Hartle and laugh at his frustration. Who the hell are you? <laughs> What's with the hair? We 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 may or may not Maybe be tomorrow. kind of drunk, Maybe but it's tomorrow. okay. <laughs> you look like one of those Dave Kaufman groupies. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! I love my life. Shout out! Sh- shout out your Instagram right now. We're gonna we're gonna plug you a little bit on the podcast. Just sh- shout out your Instagram. Cobra Keeper Junior. There we go. Hey, Exotics. We'll call you back, bro. We'll call vote you back. with your dollar, folks. Yeah, vote, vote with your with dollar. Your dollar. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Uh, so me and Jeremy have known each other for a while. So for a long came, time. Yeah. Does, so does, what, is it, wait, I'm sorry. Does, yes. Just I have to ask my co-host this. Does just anything go on this podcast? We like we. Just you can edit it, it out later. You can edit There's it no out later. Rules. You can just take a phone call. Okay, so I'll explain. I'll explain. Get used to that. Kevin's going to do wanna, it to you tomorrow. I promise. Yes, I promise. Hundred percent. He doesn't ever answer. No, I want to. I want to answer that depending question. Depending on depending on who it is, he'll if answer. Be like, oh, hang on, this is Jay Brewer. Great. I want. I want to answer this question. Yeah, that was always the idea behind the podcast. I don't remember the, if I don't know if you remember the first conversation that we had when I said I, we should do this. Yeah, Dave was, Kaufman was there. It was, it was <laughs> uh, we True should, story. I was like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't, don't want to have to wade through bullshit. And I've I've been waiting still. I fa- I think eventually we're gonna just. There will be there still. Will Did you hear that? It's you, Dave Kaufman. You can't feel that way still. Not in this. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> Oh. oh, it's not Dave. Oh, that's the that other Rob. That's the other Rob. <laughs> okay, let, let's um. Oh, just, wait, <laughs> wait. Let's just breathe real quick, because <laughs> this room is like it's oh, very ten hot. times worse than. No, no. no. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> don't do that. All right, that's other Rob. No, no, we don't. He's not even been drinking. I, that. Okay, I so now everything goes. Now everything goes. That's I apologize. Right. Go back. I apologize you to the audio listeners. It got really feel crazy. Like this is like a a a censored or reserved podcast at this point, Fuck especially no. not tonight. No. Fuck Come no! Come on, we just been whatever. I mean, I called out Michelle Lindsay's name from AP okay, maybe, class. Yeah, we're out here. We're out here doxing people. Real. <laughs> maybe maybe tonight is the is the game changer. It could, it could be. Okay. My my thing is that I wanted to start it because we always had these great conversations when there wasn't a camera on. Brian, I wanted to uh. have some of those. On on a po- on a podcast, and that was the idea behind it. And we're working to get to get there. One of these days, we're gonna have that that thing where I'm like, this is like that moment that I, I wanted to capture it, when we sat and we stood stood in that Airbnb intently and had that conversation that made me feel like we were talking about the universe and life and everything. I don't know that it. you can do that. Like, it's not that we we wouldn't do know, it for our listeners. We, it's hard. When it you're, just when you, you can't record, manufacture authenticity. Yeah. So if we have a moment, we're sitting in a parking lot somewhere discuss, discussing the meaning of life. I mean, I suppose you could whip this sounds out your, like your phone. And <laughs> it is pretty much always Tinley. That's the only time we see each other. It's always Tinley, dude. Well, so, so here's the thing that you guys maybe, I don't know if you realize this, but like Brian, once upon a time, said that he was going to make an annual pilgrimage to Pittsburgh for Tinley. I bought a bigger car so that I could for said pilgrimage his ass in it 
as I towed my snakes and, and trade show booth to Tinley so that I'd have extra room for Brian. And it, it, the thing you have to realize about Brian is like, he'll be, I'll be like, hey, Brian, you and me are doing this thing, right? And then you have to plan for like three other people that he invited along the way. Mm. You guys don't possibly know what that's like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. This exact trip was supposed to be like a me and you trip, and I almost didn't come on it yep. because you invited a bunch of other people and set the date. No, it was, and then and then mm, Dave Kaufman was the tipping. It was Bra- tipping Bradley. Point. Bradley had the idea to come here, and he well, he was I mean, I love Bradley and I love Dave, so I mean, I never mind. But my point was, I had to buy a bigger car for all your people that I love. <laughs> it's not like you. Bring so when I started I working at Nerd, yeah, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Wait, what? What was the what, what was the question that you guys had? I, was the end? We're, what, we've gone. Well, we've definitely gone longer close. than we usually do. We've we're started to. Yeah, nobody, like we're getting nobody's listening. We can end it. Point. We're spiraling. We can no, end no, it. No, we gotta right. ask the question. Oh yeah, okay, well yeah, yeah. okay. So okay, so at the end of all of our episodes of Reptile Talk, we ask our guests uh, one question. So we're gonna ask you guys that question tonight. So that question don't, is: Don't you just want us to come on your podcast? Well, we do, well, he already it'll be did different. It. It'll be so, it'll change from. It, it will literally that's change from now to the it, next time. It'll it change. No, it'll, it'll actually it'll change. change. <laughs> and if it doesn't, well, then you should get on the internet more. Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, so the question is, I don't know. what debatable. in the realm of reptiles, be it something in your own collection or something that you've seen along the way, what in the realm of reptiles has you excited right now Right now about reptiles? Because that's going to change. Right now. Yeah, yes. right now. This, this very moment. moment. Yes. In this particular moment. I have an answer, but Brian goes. has me honestly a little bit depressed. What? Just my own personal world of reptiles. Freaking newbie, man. That doesn't that's just, No, that's fair. I know I'm what he's so, talking about. It's okay. I, that's just like a that's like a fifth year reptile keeper thing. I'm so I, past that. I got, my, <laughs> I got my first snake when I was four, so I don't know what that means. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I'll tell you what it is. Is it the new chalice? No. <laughs> I love New Chalice. And if you don't know what it is, you have to look it up. It's N-U-C-H-A-L-I-S. It's a monitor lizard. Anyway, um, no, it's uh, kind of like a newfound thing for me is uh, African house snakes. Really? Oh, okay. Is that weird? It's pretty weird, right? It's well, like no, saying, they are really they're pretty it's like cool. saying I love ring neck snakes or something. Uh, which dude, I do. Don't no, you ring on ring neck snakes. I they're amazing. That was not <laughs> a shit. I just said I love them. <laughs> no, I know, but you're like, yeah, people, if someone no, says that no, they no, like no, ring neck no, snakes, no, 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 I'm. No, you no house snakes are cool. House snakes are cool. The Bitcoin of reptiles. I actually think. They're no longer cool. Yeah. They had their real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would venture to say that was all pythons, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, no, I actually love ringneck snakes, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to establish them in ho- in captivity, like for the hobby. But I, because they're such an amazing animal. But but then there was also like this conflict in me where, like, well, first of all, I don't think they make very good captives, mostly no. because of mm-hmm. diet and size. Yes. Yeah. Like they're too small. Too small. Like yeah. nothing. They they can't eat anything commercially available. Yeah. But Worms. also. I, wait, yeah, but I don't know if you could sustain multiple generations on that. Because they have to eat, like, salamanders and yep. stuff. Also, like, I, after, like, I mean, Superdors, okay, we're a little bit no bullshit here, okay? Little, I'm going to talk about <laughs> Superdors, but, but the thing about it is, like, I, you know, after establishing a niche or whatever in the hobby, and, like, I've been 
pouring my heart and soul into that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I love the animals. But there's some things that I just want for me. And I don't care if, like, ringneck snakes ever make it to the hobby mm-hmm. because uh, sometimes I just like to flip over a rock and find one and have it be cool. It's almost like, yeah. Brian, like, you remember <coughs> when we went out with Gundy and we looked for rubber boas. I didn't even find any. But that's still a part of the journey. Do you remember the, like, I, you remember, but it was more earth-shattering for me when we found the San Francisco garter snake. Do you remember oh, how damn. excited I was? Oh, yeah. I don't cry. Like, once a, my wife seen me cry twice. I almost cried when we found a San Francisco garter snake mm-hmm. in the world. And there's some things that are just like, I love you guys that listen to me, but I don't want to share everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's my fair. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. 100%. Moment, so like yeah. ringneck snakes might be worth 50 cents, but that's it for me. Some things are just special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. African house snakes, on the other hand, they're like the ringneck snakes, but like everybody should have an African house snake. And I, if you don't know it yet, it's because you don't have one. And they're, they're very cheap. They're very underappreciated, which is like exactly my style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I because I like to, I mean, I love reptiles. I love reptiles, you know. And I I like to sit down and look into something that has the eye the size of a dot on a of a period on a printed piece of paper, mm-hmm. and look into that thing's eyes, and have my soul connect to it. Mm-hmm. And I can do that with a house snake. House snake has like for me what makes it fun is like a breeding project is like the localities, the subspecies, and the morphs. And you have because between those three factors, you have all this diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then house snakes are are very misunderstood. And what everyone thinks they know about house snakes are all fugaliniatus. They don't know about any of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's a whole new world. And it, it's stupid. They're tiny. And I can breed the adults in my hatchling retic tubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And they act like retics. And they look like pythons. They, the, the most similar thing I've ever kept to them is anteresia. anteresia. Yeah, so if you yeah, like yeah. children's pythons, but you want something that's going to like eat and be easy for you, mm-hmm. get house snakes. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? they're, they're amazing. And mm-hmm. there's like, oh my gosh, you guys, if you haven't like dived deep into the South African forums... There's so many morphs and populations, mm-hmm. yeah. and it and it's 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 like my second snake ever, like second exotic snake, I should say, because I caught stuff outside. But the second snake, like a that I was allowed to buy, was a pure jampea, mm-hmm. which was you know kind of like what the drama was evolved around. And I'm very passionate about them, mm. and I actually love the stuff that that you guys produce with that stuff. I love jampeas, mm. but it's been so long for me because because when things are a business it, it, a little part of your so much of like your livelihood gets tied i mean i do this for a full-time living i don't work for somebody <coughs> else i you know and it's all on dwarf and super dwarf i eat sleep and breathe them mm-hmm. so the house snakes to me feel like a weekend if yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah yeah it's something it's something that allows you to it's, rekindle that overall joy new. and excitement about Reptiles. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's I so fun. And I, I have, I have like committed myself to, like, I want to do all the things I do with Superdors with the with the house snakes, mm-hmm. except I never want to sell one to anybody. Like, I, I've got a great guy's name's Warren Klein. It's Bushfell. Right, if you don't ever sell a house snake to anybody, I won't call bullshit on everything you just said. I, you can remember this because <laughs> I might have to eat crow if they if they make it retakes illegal to sell, and I'm so like ten generations in the He's house. He's like, snakes, well, it's house snakes. If, if if if, if that, retakes are not illegal, 
and you sell a house snake. Like a I don't care that I ever sell a house snake, <laughs> but I want to take them as far. I mean, I'm into my seventh generation selective breeding, the super. Dope. I want to take the house snakes that far, mm-hmm. and I don't ever want to share it. <clears throat> if you want to get a house snake, go to Warren Klein of Bushveld Reptiles. They are the best, period, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That is is new and exciting for me, and you know, like my Rob, I always keep saying my Rob because you're here, but <laughs> Rob that that uh, you know maintains all the snakes for me and stuff. Rob Roush. I I've traded some elite retics for the collection that I have, and I would wager that after Warren Klein, I probably have the best collection of house snakes in the U.S. right now. That's if, awesome. If you think that yours is better than me, you can call BS on me, and I will come buy you out because I'm that into them right now. Because Damn. bullshit, I'm the best, and that's it. Other than Warren, who's like my mentor right now because he's amazing and I love him, uh, and Nicole, I, I always got to mention his wife, but she doesn't like me, and Warren talks to me all the time. So, but <laughs> it's actually Nicole is the one driving it. But but just take it for me, guys. Like, that's a cool species. And just for me, right now, weird, obscure, I don't care if anyone follows or not. Yeah. Those snakes are legit. Mm-hmm. And they're so tiny. and unap- It's like ringneck snakes. That's- it's like, I'm in love with these things. Mm-hmm. And I like I like retics. So you you guys, like, even if you've worked at Nerd for a year and a half, you got to admit, like, retics are pretty much the best. I don't like them. <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna lie. I've got. I don't one, say this very. Often, I got one retic, and fuck I, you. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that because I know it's coming from a place of love. You're ignorant. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's you don't fine. No, I, I don't know how you've worked there uh, at, at Nerd for four years and missed the fact. Okay, that wait. So, so all this means is tomorrow, Rob. You need, you need to, go to show into, me what you love about them. No, will, no, no, no. All, here's here's uh, all that needs to happen. Give here's, you an educational <clears throat> program yes. where you walk into yeah. Nerd with me tomorrow. I'll, I'll come in with an open mind. I, I'll go in with a change uh, with an right. open and mind. And then Rob, Rob is going to watch you open the first tub. Rob is going to watch you open the first tub when it comes and rails the side of the bin and starts gnawing on it. And it's just like, go ahead, Garrett. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Start I'm going to be like, look, hold on, How's everyone. That cool? Smartest Jeremy, snakes Jeremy, behind King Cobras, a, ladies and gentlemen. You're talking from a guy that's like still getting used to it. This is my life. I mean, Still my, getting used to it? Listen, listen, listen. I've got four kids that do that. Human children. <laughs> a retic you open the door. Hey, literally. look at, look at. Don't, Here's don't, the thing don't that people talk to understand. me about your poor decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying, we Let's both don't have any outside. kids. Let's take this outside. We both don't no have any kids. kids. See, no kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I, as a guy with four kids, I can honestly respect that decision. <laughs> on the other on the other hand, on the other hand, sometimes the hard way is the good way. Oh. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Garrett's kids are going to carry the torch for him when it comes to reptiles and education and shit. And me and Jeremy are going to be shit out of luck. Here, we're, we're get, yeah. Our legacy dies with us. Here's my... And, and this may be I'll, I'll adopt. I, I'm gay. We do it. <laughs> I've got extras. <laughs> He's like, you see, on that podcast, I told him, if you don't do your homework, I'm sending you to Jeremy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, on the fourth kid, my wife and I figured out three was the right number. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk after this. Brian, you're at three, right? I'm at three. Stay He's there. Not. Stay I'm there. Uh, we are. That's, that's the plan. 
Um, no, but, but you know what's funny is sometimes it's all about perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I retired into retics from the more dangerous animals I worked with, which were dogs and horses. Ah, no. Ooh, oh my I don't gosh. like those. People who think snakes are dangerous. Uh, no, like, yeah. they I have mean, never. All, obviously, all you guys are listening to probably reptile stuff, so you, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. But, like... I, I mean, for like, I've got this little scar on my thumb. You see that little scar? Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing I have to show for me from 20 plus years of breeding retics. And, yep. and most of my stuff, I mean, if you go, re- you rewind the clock 20 years, almost all the retics were wild, wild caught. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. if you're a poor boy like oh, me. Oh, I, you know what I mean? That's how I cut my teeth was when I was volunteering at Nerd when I was 18 and helping Andy and those guys clean some of those big retics, just learning that's how to work those. That's the way you those. do it. It's like learning how to drive a Holy car on moly. a manual yeah. transmission. In you the middle of a highway in San Francisco. <laughs> on the yeah. 405. But, but I loved the wildcat retics. So to me, I haven't lost what's amazing about all these like seventh generation captive bred mm-hmm. animals. You know? So that that's what's phenomenal for me is that I'm comparing like so like when I say I worked with horses, literally the reason I had to go work at prehistoric pets was because I had broken my back. The you know the story. The third time your podcast. The third time I broke my back. I was like, I don't think I can do horses anymore. Yep. I I and we were breaking wild mustangs and trying to find homes for them. You know what I mean? So it was it was a great thing that we were doing. It was really cool. But I just, I couldn't cut it. So I'm like, you know what? I better go to work with reptiles, you know? So like a, a giant retic, it could be scary or whatever. And yes, in the, in the raw, like in a constriction situation, that one in 10 million freak scenario, they could actually be dangerous. Oh, the rest of that. the time, they're just scary. And as my 10-year-old daughter would say, did you know some adults don't even know the difference between scary and dangerous? Mm. You know what I mean? And, mm. it, and I mean, it's a true story. They they really, like, are not that dangerous. <clears throat> they might no. be scary to some people, but through education, we can change that. Yeah. I just think that they're overhyped. That's all. Should we, should we, and you guys got a question. I was going to ask you the question, but I was going to wait for you to finish speaking. It's been yeah. about 20 minutes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you should never wait for me to, I guess. That's true. I was thinking maybe you want to hear what my answer to the question was. Yes. I could be wrong about yeah. it. I, no, I no, we want to hear. What in the realm of reptiles has got you excited? What, what, I like how snakes. got you hyped? I don't know why I talked so long. First, it was, it was, it was depressing because anybody watched the vlog channel knows my, my favorite snake is most likely dying right now. Are you talking about the indigo? Yeah. So that's that's depressing, that's but rough. it also got my wheels turning about the, the reason that snake has been my favorite is because it's been the one that I introduced first at every educational show because it mm-hmm. just his temperament and I actually think it's the coolest snake ever on the planet. Is it the same one that got lost? Yes. Hey. Um, See, uh, I, I would like to point out that I don't do anything on social media, but I know what's up with you. So right, right. right I just right. want you to know. <laughs> he loves you. I know, I know. He he I know. He does. A, that's the only reason that yeah, anything that this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that got me thinking about works. what actually does have me excited about reptiles right mm-hmm. now. Is that literally today? Because um, the, 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 my, my most exciting thing in reptiles has been th- that last year learning about educating people and how. Mm really deeply that it affects my soul because you took over the roaming taking reptiles. over roaming reptiles from brandon fowler gary knows more about me than me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i i i was so not willing to take it over from him. i didn't think i had time he he basically put me on the spot i was like well if you don't i'm ending it and i and i said okay well that, that's not cool so i'll i'll, I'll i said i'll give you mondays um, whatever Monday I'm available, whatever Monday, and then after I did the first one, I was like, okay, any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, Priorities. And yeah. then last year, when that basically stopped, you know, the, the schools were done, the libraries were done, 
um, I was like, I was like, damn it! I just found this thing that I like actually love, really yeah. love doing. Like, yeah. I, there's nothing I love more than going out and seeing them kids get like hyped. hyped. The, br- the first time you let a kid hold a snake yeah. and they're just like, ah, yeah. you right. just see that excitement. That's like I said. I, I right. when you were talking, Rob, I oh was like, God. I just realized I missed that. Yeah. Right. And so that, so that, the fact that today I book and the the person that I booked it with. Here's the thing. I, I canceled the insurance, the liability insurance, because the amount of shows that I was going able to be able to do po- it, yeah. potentially, like even a birthday party in, in Bakersfield, which is where Brandon was, which where, is where most of the shows have been. Hillary's been a little more, um, you know, reserved on on wanting me to go to birthday parties and stuff. Yeah, for sure. For you know, and uh, and so I've been respectful of that, and that that ca- cuts out <laughs> the gas money plus the liability insurance. Mm-hmm. So it just mm-hmm. it just came to a screeching halt essentially, but. The first show, the show that I booked today is with the person that started Roaming Reptiles that sold it to Brandon back in the day. Oh, that's awesome. I did. I and thought Brandon was the guy. No, um, no, no, no. Um, it's not Brandon. Um, he, Brandon, definitely took it to where it is now. You know, he, Brandon, drove hard, but it, it wasn't Brandon. That it was uh, An- Andrew Barton that started it. Cool. And it's, it's his his kid's birthday, and he really, really wanted. He's like, "Do you sell the animals?" And wow, like, that's like, yeah, pretty the cool. Animals. Of course, let's sell the animals. His own kid's birthday. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. pretty cool. So that's gonna be the first one, I think, and I feel like that's gonna be the first show of many more to, to bounce back to the. I, I I literally took a piece of my soul and one pushed it down only hope. to where I can't yeah. feel it anymore. Twenty twenty one will be because somehow I did, I, better. I, I, I hurts, literally yeah. found what I really 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 love in this hobby more than anything else, which yeah. is that. Is just bringing the animals and watching the kids get excited about it. I love that more than anything that I've ever loved in reptiles. It's reliving and your childhood is really yeah. what it is. And Giving someone else the opportunity yeah. that you... All of us are old enough that it wasn't easy to fall into reptiles. It wasn't as established as it is now. No. no. You know, like, there's a lot of people that had, like, a huge community support when they're getting started. You know, like, I talked to Aiden, my employee... And, and, like, he's like, well, I looked up to all these people, and I did all this stuff. Like, when I was a kid, like, there was nobody. Yeah. I was just a weird kid. Yep. Period. And there was a few of us weird kids around the country that, that like, and I, I can't even take credit because it was, like, all the old-timers and stuff, the Kevin McCurleys of the world, that, that built a, a lifestyle that the rest of us can fit into. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's it's really wild, and um, I feel that with the, with the educational programs because like that's that is my favorite thing to do at Nerd. Sorry, Ugh, not the microphone. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, this, it feels like a dick. I don't know, uh, but it um, mostly yeah good. yeah. But like mostly. going from doing seeing a hundred people every weekend and teach and like you know out of those hundred people you get at least two people or three people who are like i am here because they love reptiles and not for any other reason i don't like these things and then going from that at the beginning of the program to at the end of the program them holding a ball python or putting a ball python on their neck and and being like wow i i need a pet snake i yeah, need those this are the best people a that is the best that is the best feeling in life that is it, i don't know if it gets any better than that is taking someone from a place of fear and bringing them to a place of understanding. I might be that guy that's like, guys, I just love you guys. <laughs> and this single barrel rye is really good. <laughs> but I think this podcast is over because I feel like we're repeating ourselves. That's 
That's it. Two fifteen was one of my favorite for, numbers for a long time because of Proposition two fifteen to finally fucking legalize marijuana in the state of California. Oh my god, it took forever. What are you? Ta- <laughs> okay, I don't. I, I got an eye on the clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. eye on the clock. Fifteen minutes. Oh my god! Crushed nobody, it. What did I tell you? One of the best podcasts ever. <laughs> I can, for authentic yeah, people, yeah, nobody's I, gonna listen to the end. Hey. If you're still listening, hey, I, you're I the only you guys, people man. that I, count. I, I Fuck yeah! I love you too, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Real, real, recognize real. You know what that is. Searchable as reptile.